It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Night Citizens Against Harmful Technology conference call. I'm Neil Chevrier, the moderator. Um, if anybody's new on the call, feel free to introduce yourself. You can also go to um, talkshoe.com and you can make yourself a username and a password. I'm really at a point where I don't want people to come in as guests because we end up with uh, rude stuff written in the chat room and, you know, we just really have no time to waste uh, with what's going on in the world that we're pretty much the front-runner pioneers of. So uh, get yourself a username and a password. It's not like you have any privacy. Um, so you're, you're not hiding anything by just coming in as a guest to protect yourself in any way. Um, yeah, I'm just about to block guests because of too much problems here. You know what, I, G13, I would give you my address, and you can come and knock on my door. So say whatever you want in my chat room. You're a hacker, so I can't block you. Otherwise, I would block you. But in all honesty, it's the pathetic mishap in the gene pool that's created people like this that will sabotage any good that's happening in the human race until their last breath. And, you know, I guess they're just so stupid they just want to watch the world burn. So I'm not going to spend another second on that. It's just a genetic flaw that's in our race, unfortunately. So if you're new here, you can go over to w.talkshoe.com and make yourself a username and a password, and you can come in to the chat room, and you can listen to the call from your speakers on your computer, or you can also call in, too, which will disable the speakers so that there's no echo delay coming back from the time difference. If you're using a <clears throat> a smartphone or a cordless phone and you put it on speaker, you have to hit star six to mute yourself if you're unmuted because it causes a delay to happen. So while you're listening to the call, it's best if you put it on star six so that I don't have to mute the whole room. Um, basically, Citizens Against Harmful Technology was created to educate the public and to uplift and support targeted individuals under major duress and this was after just hundreds of hours of conference calls with with Derek Robinson when he was running freedom from covert harassment and surveillance and we were all very severely attacked uh, the board of directors and bylaws were broken and things got wacko so Derek went off and created PACTS, and we went off and created COT. So here we are for people who might not know the history. We're doing what we can do 
to educate the public. There's a 44-page booklet called What is a Targeted Individual at our website, which is citizensaht.org for Against Harmful Technology, uh, which I refer to as COT. So I like the acronym for, for that one. Skizit and I talked about what to call it. We went through all the paperwork and everything, so we are a 501c3 nonprofit for whatever that might be worth um, for anybody who cares to know. Any support that you send ends up you know, going off to providing more educational materials like the 100 brochures we sent Karen Stewart off to Washington with a few weeks ago and, and booklets that we've you know, schizic created and and has sent off to hundreds of people. So any any money that comes our way it helps to pay for for research and shielding materials and applications and detection equipment and educational materials. And even a few times we've helped people out that were, you know, in harm's way and and needed some help. So just know that anything you do donate does end up going to keeping the organization running and doing what its mission statement says. You'll find a lot of information on the website. It's all Skizit's hard work. Um, she's a great researcher who had researched the biosynthetics of Morgellon syndrome and created a YouTube channel which has over 100 videos on it. That started out with all the biosynthetic research of what's going on these days, and and then she became a target like me for basically being a whistleblower against designer diseases <clears throat> and some other things that she uh, did to to help the human race. So uh, anyway, she had 560,000 hits on her website in three years, which was skizit.biz. Uh, for a lot of people that are sick these days. And we had an infiltrator in Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance um, come in as a webmaster that was going to help her to put up a banner on her website, and instead he uh, crashed the website and diverted it to four porn sites. So that site didn't go back up. She decided to put her energy into Citizens Against Harmful Technology instead. Uh, but you will find videos on, on designer disease stuff and videos on you know live footage of gang stalking scenarios, uh, quite a variety of them, at her YouTube channel, which is Skizit Gesture, as all one word, S-K-I-Z-I-T-G-E-S-T-U-R-E. Uh, and then over on her website, citizensaht.org, is uh, just a plethora of information. There's a lot of real specialty information on the whole smart grid network and the types of implants that are being used and being found in people and how the delivery systems are integrated adaptive systems to basically map out every square inch of of earth uh, so we're kind of in an overlaid grid and you know if you looked at a grid that's one inch you can't get in between 
uh, you know, inside of a box because the boxes are too small. So this is how this is all being mapped out with a variety of delivery systems to adapt to whatever situation that they need to to be able to monitor and harass people and mess with their health and, and all the kind of things that you know about. Um, okay, I'll just say the views of the callers are not necessarily the views of Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Uh, we're not here to give any kind of medical advice or safety advice or anything. This is all just a a contemplative research project. So if you have health issues, um, it's my job to tell you to find yourself a competent health practitioner to help guide you in whatever specific things might going on be going on in your body. Uh, so just know that you know whatever information you gather off of anywhere, you know, with the internet or conference calls or anything, that um, it's it's all for research purposes. Each person is very specific in their body chemistry and their genetic predisposition. So there's a lot more involved, uh, you know, than just blindly hoping and doing trial and error, which is a long process, I can tell you from experience. So uh, it's best if you can have a competent health practitioner to help monitor some of the parameters of particular things you might be having problems with. Uh, otherwise, you know, take any of the information that you get off these calls and the website uh, and use it. And if it benefits you or had bad side effects or anything, report either way uh, to us, either from the website, email, or on the conference call. So let's see. Um, you will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives. So be kind to each other, have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. And remember, it's the diversity and the unity of our group that bring empowerment for everyone. I mean, this is really true. There's so many walks of life, and it's really pretty miraculous that we all get together and have gotten to know each other probably better than we even know our own neighbors in a lot of places. That's the way it is here. In a small city, I'm not really used to that. In the country, people usually get to know each other, but I've been in Florida for six years now and in a small city. And it's quite different. I'm ready to move back to the country, in all honesty. So I'm working towards that. Um, let's see. I'm a little slow tonight, so bear with me. Um, just to clarify, you know, keep in mind the motives of those perpetuating these crimes and the technology that they're using to divide, conquer, and control. Uh, their typical strategies are diversion, disinformation, and negativity. So, you know, you, you may put a protocol of things that you're doing to help yourself keep your health in, you know, as good a shape as you can while you're under duress, and you may be being subliminally told not to bother to take any antioxidants or 
go for a walk and get some sunshine in your eyes and on your skin, which is really good for depression. Getting out in nature is probably one of the last little beautiful things that's more untainted than not that is beneficial uh, to include getting barefooted and walking on the earth, uh, especially wet grass. I've been cleaning up weeds out of my lawn lately, and I just notice when I really just don't feel good or or feel just off, you can tell there's frequencies around that are causing effects that I'll go out barefooted and pull weeds in my yard. And it always kind of brings me back to more normal. So uh, part of keeping yourself healthy is to get back to nature. And I'd like to point out, you know, they're, they're doing what they can do to drop our frequencies. Basically, if you looked at it from a scientific perspective, it's a battle over high frequencies and low frequencies. So when when you're being very forgiving and diplomatic and everything, uh, and you get yourself in a good state of mind, they'll try and bring some thought or something happen that, you know, disrupts you and try to get you angry. And sometimes you'll just need to get angry. Don't hold it in because that's depression, uh, holding anger in. You have every right to be angry. Uh, but you can move through this a lot faster when you realize that they, you know, people that are in a state of love, which is care, basically, um, are thinking of everybody. And I find this amongst TIs that they just keep on trudging through all this and become better people under major duress and even have moments where they can actually forgive the people that have done unspeakable things uh, to them. And some might even send some good prayers out in the universe and and say, uh, you know, hope this person can see the light sooner than later, later that they're, you know, really just doing things to hurt themselves in the long run, uh, let alone everybody else who's dealing with modern-day life. So the thing about diversion, what I'm saying is to really pay attention to things that you do that make you feel better um, and keep on doing those. They really try to break up your consistency or you know, maybe tell you in your sleep subliminally, don't bother to care, don't bother to do that and try and get you down into some apathetic state. Well, you know, this is a fight against the human race for the planet. Um, it's giant. It's been going on for a long time. I have a strong feeling that this is going to be the final run of this happening. And, you know, people like us to have the duress lifted off us would be levitating a couple of feet off the ground and just so grateful to to feel the relief from not being targeted in the variety of ways that we are. So hang in there and know that you really are a lighthouse on this planet and that your thoughts, your words, and your actions all do have a significant meaning because in this battle, it's X amount of people that are holding good energy and X amount of people that are not, and even some things that are not even from here that that appear to have a history of infiltrating 
other planets. I mean, it's pretty arrogant to think that we're the only life in the universe, right? Uh, there's plenty of history all the way back to President Truman. There's a book called The Deep Sleep that goes into the timeline from 1947 with what happened in Roswell when uh, President Truman was president and William Allen, who ended up running the the Atlantis diggings that found the labyrinth with uh, some information about things that have happened in history and some high technology and stuff. But anyway, I won't go into the depths of that now. I'm really just uh, trying to make a point to really hang on to some of the things in your routine that you've established that are healthy for you and and don't let those slip away because <clears throat> it's really like being a, a frog in hot water and the water gets turned up and you find you're, you're not really realizing that it's turning up and it's causing you harm. You don't have the same mental clarity or physical stamina that you had a couple of years ago. Uh, so don't let yourself slip away. Do everything that you can do to take care of your, your mind, body, spirit, and soul in whatever way it, it does it for you. Um, I would also like to point out that disinformation is a real problem. Uh, I've written a paper up on slander. I think I'm going to give it to Skizit and have her put it up on the website so that people can print it because... Uh, Somebody told me that when they go to have a service performed, you know, get your car worked on or go to a doctor or something like that, that they tell the people that are going to be doing the service for them that there is a rogue group posing as alphabet agency people uh, going around slandering people and saying they're child molesters and drug dealers and and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, that kind of immaturity and deception, we really cannot allow this to happen. So if we had a, a one-page paper that we could just hand to somebody or you could just put it in words and, you know, say it yourself to people, I think it's a good idea to uh, probably assume that somebody is going to make contact with people that you're trying to get some kind of a service from, and then you're going to get mediocre service. So... At least if you put the truth out there, you've done everything that you could do to avoid being misrepresented by the people that are actually the problem. It's it's just really so pathetic. We can't just swallow that and let them get away with it. Uh, and I, I do have some confirmation that there are organized crime syndicate people that are posing as um, alphabet agency people. So... Let's not let them just get away with that and do nothing about it. And let's see, the last thing here, negativity. You know, of course, they want to bring us down into negativity. There's, I don't know, maybe something about people that just spiral so far down into a dark hole that they feel like they're never going to get out, and they just run with it and go deeper and darker and get more away from what, the nature of humanness itself is. Um, you know, I think anybody could make a conscious decision to turn around and say, you know what, I, I just can't do things that that hurt strangers, and most of the strangers are 
good people and you know some of the people will see that them doing bad things to others ends up causing bad things to happen back to them and so if for no other reason common sense would be to be selfish enough to say you know I'm not going to sabotage my own life and there is also a problem that any person on this planet could be vulnerable to and that is that when you establish certain reactions if you were a young kid and your parents weren't listening to you in some situation that was important to you and you decided to scream and you know throw toys across the room or something that you actually create brain chemicals uh, in that process and it becomes a pattern so when you get that feeling that you're being ignored and not taken seriously then a person can go through these patterns in their life well making a conscious decision to stop being reactive that way which is a major challenge for TIs they want us to react so they can entrap us in all their little playbook net stuff that they have uh in their malicious ways to try and fill up every every psych ward every bed every prison every hospital anywhere that they've invested in uh this organized crime syndicate is set up these entrapments and so quite often we remain diplomatic rather than reactive uh sometimes we do get reactive you hear me lose it on the call a couple times here and there uh don't have a whole lot of patience for for any wasted time at this point because i do know enough to realize that the human race is in harm's way and, and it's really going to be the human race pulling together that's going to make a significant change or not and there will be those that just don't understand but anyway as far as being reactive and and producing brain chemicals it takes 2 or 3 months of a person making an effort to find another outlet some other way besides throwing something across the room or screaming uh and under the duress that we're under if you find yourself in that position don't beat yourself up for it but but realize that uh being put in a situation that's familiar like something that you would have reacted to uh does produce these chemicals and by saying okay this thing is making me angry i'm just going to bite my tongue and you know put this down and walk away and go do something else because it's frustrating me rather than throw something across the room uh within 2 or 3 months of finding that alternate way um of doing something you'll stop producing those brain chemicals and it'll become easier for you to to do something that's more productive and constructive instead of you know something destructive that's not going to bring anything good anyway So uh let's see anybody who's new on the call feel free to introduce yourself if you want and uh do let me know if there's anybody new I try and just do a a recap of you know things like shielding materials and and support systems and information to to help family and friends really understand that you're not ready for a rubber room that you are you know seriously under duress by 
by an organized crime syndicate that's profiting in a variety of ways uh, by you know doing what they're doing to people. Because it, it does help to have family and friends be able to understand, and there is some things you can do. Uh, it may take a little time to get through some people because it's pretty traumatizing, you know. Ten years ago, if you told me that, you know, or 20 years ago, actually, if you told me that somebody would be willing to put a human being in a microwave oven, uh, I would be pretty shocked. And knowing what we all know now, we realize uh, that's exactly what's happened and, and a whole lot of other bad things. So, let's see. Um understands it's through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Become a targeted individual warrior. Spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. Um, you know, some efforts to contact Congress and senators and, and governors and all that in the past haven't brought us any fruit, but I'm asking you to take another deep breath and run another relay race. If you find yourself drawn to uh, gathering up a body of information and passing it on to some of these people up in the uh, upper echelons of, of these systems that are supposed to be supporting us, um, do so because the word is leaking out in many, many places now. Uh, so... What was reported to me is that uh, there's a lot of upper echelon people in Florida that are being notified that there is problems, and they're listening because they're seeing too many reports of people complaining about it. So if you feel called to do something in those directions, do. If there's any supportive information that you need, feel free to to contact it or myself, you can email me at electricrose, like the flower, 22, at Yahoo, and you can email skizit at skizit at protonmail.com, and that's S-K-I-Z-I-T, and proton is P-R-O-T-O-N, and mail is all one word, M-A-I-L, dot com, uh, and we'll do whatever we can to to help you gather some, you know, potent, concentrated, summarized versions of of the variety of things that are being done to people. Kind of not all here because I'm having to watch the chat room and mute some of the little brats that are coming in being obnoxious tonight. But for the most part, the regulars in the chat room, they, they help to take care of them anyway. So hang in there, have some patience with uh, with what's going on, and you know when you get a chance to speak up to to average people or neighbors or friends or family, um, do so. This is we have nothing to lose at this point. This is a real war, and it is a threat to the whole human race. So. It's time for people to come out of the woodwork and say, hey, did you know that smart meter is hurting you? Did you know what 5G is really doing to you and your children? Did you know that they're ready to push 6G through now? 
So now we're into the very serious, obvious. You could pick up a $12 CC308 uh, ghost detector from Amazon or eBay and turn that on and walk around like a Geiger counter. And you'll see how many people um, or how many places that the, that thing is going to start faster. So it's a, a real problem. Um, okay, let me just wrap this up. Sorry for taking so many words. I'm not super clear tonight. I will do my best as your moderator to make sure everybody gets their turn to share tonight, as long as it is in the best interest of our progress and fulfillment of our mission statement. Talking endlessly, changing the subject, and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Get in the flow. Be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. If you have an emergency situation that you need to share with others and you can't you know, stay on the phone to wait your turn, feel free to interrupt me and uh, let me know what your situation is. And, and myself and other people on the call will offer up whatever we can to, to help you in your situation. So don't be shy. Uh, speak up. This is a support system, and and we've worked really hard for for over a year, and in Citizens Against Harmful Technology, and you know about four years before that, doing what we could do in in the whole freedom from covert harassment and surveillance timeline. Um, remember, others are waiting to share in the call too, so get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Thanks for being patient. Like I said, I don't feel super mentally clear tonight, so it feels like it's taken me a lot of words to not say a whole lot. But anyway, um, go ahead and hit star 8 on your phone uh, if you'd like to be unmuted, and, and let's see what we'll be talking about tonight. Hi, Sue. Are you there? Yeah, hey. Um, you know, I heard you refer to organized crime a few times, and I referred to it earlier. I mean, uh, underneath the technology are all these personalities, and it is. It's organized crime, you know. It doesn't matter what names or faces you put on it. And I want to repeat what I had said earlier, which was, you know, last night I'm laying in bed, trying to sleep, and it clearly came to me that they're going to be finding other targets, but not just innocent, you know, retired, disabled people, because we're not such a big challenge. You know, the big challenge would be for the criminals who have the weapons, the training, and the freedom to, you know, enter into a chaotic situation where there seems to be oversight, but maybe not. Maybe there isn't enough control. And so they go after the big people, the big control, power, money people, because they're much more interesting, much more lucrative, uh, and, you know, try to vie for position, you know, vie for control. That's what the criminal mind wants. So, um, you know, I, I expect to see this, this uh, crumbling of 
the ladder, you know, that keeps things in, in place. This ladder is probably going to fall apart. It's probably branched too many times. It's probably got too many targets that they're trying to manage by computers. I mean, just think about how fragile that whole thing is. If we have one EMP hit the NSA at Fort Meade, Maryland, that whole that whole structure will be out of control. I mean, nobody will be able to do anything. Um, they rely so much on electronics now that they would not have any power if there was one EMP could come from another country or it could come from an, another enemy from the inside. You know, who knows? There's too many people with their hands on the weapons now. So uh, I really feel chaos running amok, mayhem, and the the facade of control and the facade of authority is really very, very thin. You know, it's just a thin veneer covering up what they're trying to manage from the inside. And that's the main thing that I wanted to get across today. Well, that's a good point. And, you know, even to add to this, uh, for anybody who's inquisitive about looking at a bigger picture about things that Alfred Lambermont Weber in News Inside Out uh, has interviewed a lot of people on some of the things that appear to be technologies that didn't come from us in our own development and some of these parasitic problems and types of supercomputers and artificial intelligence. Uh, if you're interested in pursuing some of that information, I really recommend you go over to Energetic Synthesis. Uh, so just the word energetic and synthesis is S-Y-N-T-H-E-S-I-S. And it's a dot-com uh, lady Lisa Renee runs the site and has conference calls and stuff too, and memberships and everything. She's a pretty giant person do, doing what she can to to help us to understand some of the things that are going on uh, with the nanotechnology having an interface with artificial intelligence, which is. Uh, her latest article really showing how people are being taken over. And, you know, I've seen some TIs appear to to be taken over and be out of character and then come back and uh, maybe a few of them, you know, not really come back to being their complete self. But for the most part, I think that there's something about us that, somehow we're holding our constitution of who we really are. Even if they get under our skin and, you know, make us angry and we get reactive. Um, it, it's beyond that. It's this is this is about really being able to completely take people over, uh, which one report from four Army research whistleblowers is saying that they're working in some kind of an interdimensional parallel uh, that has a different time frame than our time frame, which allows them time to be able to take over people, which they're saying they can do to anybody within five minutes. 
So, uh, you know, when I go into talking about health protocols and warnings about things like not using colloidal silver internally, um, as I gather more information, Dr. Staninger put out a report uh, that's uh, talking about why to not use colloidal silver. And we have a couple of books that were were donated to us for biosynthetics research in nanotechnology. Uh, there are very expensive books, and most of the stuff that's in there is just uh, such a specialty field. But what I've been doing is cross-referencing materials like heavy metals, uh, silver and gold, and seeing how they've been used in uh, nanotechnology. So we're talking micro, micro, cellular level stuff. Um, and the accumulation of the heavy metals that are found in the chemtrails and in our food, air, water sources, those accumulations are very seriously dangerous. So I've been doing a lot of research in, in microbiology for for things like Lyme disease and, and Morgellons, and, and it's leading into things like what Monsanto did to uh, to cross over DNA between plants and animals using something called agrobacterium. And then this uh, latest information about people that are having Lyme disease symptoms and some showing Morgellons symptoms, like having lesions on their skin, well, it turns out that there's two pathogens that can cross over these barriers on a DNA level, and those two are agrobacterium and uh, a, a bacteria called Bartonella, which is one of five or six infections that was reported in Lyme disease. But the research goes deeper in... Uh, nanobacteria and using these things that can actually alter people's DNA besides evading their immune system, which is why there's a pandemic of Lyme disease, because it was actually designed on Plum Island to evade the immune system and be able to take over and you know do a lot of damage over a long period of time so that the medical and pharmaceutical industry could prosper, and they would also be doing uh, population control, which apparently is part of this organized crime network's agenda. It's actually something written on the Georgia Guidestones about reducing the population to 500 million. Uh, so anyway, the importance of purging things out of your body using a variety of antioxidants, uh, something as simple as as vitamin C. And, you know, I'm not talking a 1,000 milligrams a day. I'm talking 10 to, 10 to 15,000 milligrams a day, just slowly putting a little bit of it in your body all day long. It's not the kind of thing you just take a whole bunch of. Uh, if you take too much at once, you get diarrhea. So they call that bowel tolerance. It takes a person's body a while to build up to getting used to using the vitamin C. But the vitamin C as an antioxidant gets rid of many, many free radicals. And we're dealing with free radicals. So 
the product I use is uh, sodium ascorbate crystals made by Source Naturals, which is a company out of Santa Cruz, California. That's got a pretty good reputation for, for clean product sources. Um, I've noticed things like the Nutribiotics uh, Electro-C. You'd get 2.2 pounds of vitamin C powder for about $35 off Amazon or eBay. Uh, and then I started noticing that they were using calcium carbonate as a filler. So that that's not a good source because our bodies can't assimilate calcium carbonate. It's like non-water-soluble rocks. So don't go to, you know, the local drugstore and buy calcium without looking at the label and making sure that it's, you know, something like calcium citrate, not calcium carbonate. But um, anyway, uh, in realizing more as I have time to research, one of the most important things we can do to not be easy for them to take us over and turn people against each other is to be purging these things that are in the chemtrails and our food and water sources out of us uh, as fast as we can. And so another thing that I've mentioned for anybody who's new on the call uh, that is important is getting rid of heavy metals. And you can use an ion detox foot bath. And it's it works like electroplating. It will actually draw the heavy metals out through the pores of your feet. So two or three times a week, you throw a pinch of salt in some water up to your ankles in two little buckets, and uh, you can get the instructions for just using a 9-volt battery and a couple of wires and a couple spoons, knives, or forks to stick in the water. And between the positive and the negative charge, using just as simple as a 9-volt a battery, you can pull a lot of stuff out of your body, um, heavy metals. So you'll actually see different colors, and you may smell different things, even like vaccines, uh, which have things like thimerosal, which is actually mercury in them, will pull this stuff out of your body. You can go to Nina Silver, which is spelled N-E-N-A-H, S-Y-L-V-E-R dot com. She's a Ph.D. who wrote the 700-page Rife Frequency Handbook that those of us who are using Rife machines to get rid of pathogens, uh, we all have a copy of her book. She's just done an extensive amount of research. So when you go to ninasilver.com, uh, over on the left, you'll see a menu and you go to where it says Electromedicine, and then you'll see Ion Detox for $10. And so you can go there. Uh, this is important, you know. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, with lithium and the chemtrails, making people be complacent um, makes us be too passive. And this is why I keep mentioning these things, because we have to be very alarmed and realize that something very slow but very dangerous uh, is has been put into play to basically turn the human race against itself. And some of the people here in these organized crime networks figure that they're going to 
basically steal the earth and all the resources out from under everybody and get rid of six and a half billion people. So that really does appear to be the agenda. And for those people who are pretty faithful about using antioxidants and doing the ion detox foot bath or even uh, oral chelation is available. If you have a, a naturopath, um, you could ask them about oral chelation, uh, and that will remove heavy metals. Uh, I don't know that I would trust going into a doctor's office and having having them run your blood through a machine to do that type of chelation. Or you could use split cell chlorella. Um, if you start doing anything to remove heavy metals, you want to keep doing it. And if you're in a position to be tested through some kind of a health practitioner with a lab that could be trusted to give you accurate results, that's the best way to go because you'd like to see first that you test positive for heavy metals, which quite likely you will. And then after doing whatever protocol you choose to do to get rid of it, uh, to be able to be retested and have a confirmation that your heavy metal levels are very significantly low or, if you're lucky, gone. So anyway, I can't stress this stuff enough. I'm studying as fast as I can and in so many directions to get a crash course in what's happening and a lot of nanotechnology that's been set up to uh, be used in the medical industry for beneficial things, unfortunately, has been also bought up by the military-industrial complex and, and weaponized. And this is a part of of this whole problem that we're dealing with in, in these times. Oh, any questions or comments or or topics that you'd like to talk about, uh, it's Star right. on your phone and speak up. Yes, go ahead. Hi, um, a couple things. I was wondering um, if you know what individuals like um, Twitter are using to detect nanotechnology um, and if there's a way to do that without having to turn to the high fees or do it for one another. And, um, and then Secondly, I'm hoping you can maybe elaborate a little bit more on uh, how to create the ionic system. Unfortunately, it's very slow. So, thank you. Well, I mean, the, all the instructions for the ion detox are over on Nina Silver's website. It's just going to be okay. just two pieces of wire with four little alligator clips to clip one end onto the plus of the battery and another one onto the minus of the battery and then, you know, put a spoon or a knife or a fork down in the water with a pinch of salt in it so you'll have a bucket for each foot, which apparently works better than the other style where you just put both feet in one bucket. Um, and so anyway, you'll find pretty explicit instructions there but it's okay. super simple, and it's only going to cost you 10 bucks, which is really cool. Okay. And then um, for detecting nanotechnology, do you know what um, people like Kidder are using, and is there a way for us to do that for ourselves? Well, I mean, um, 
the the type of detection equipment that Melinda is using, none of it's super expensive. It would, you know, I mean, it'd be really ideal if 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 as a nonprofit we get enough money coming in to be able to buy those kinds of detection equipment and and possibly farm them out like a timeshare uh, with an instruction packet so that, you know, maybe 10 people in a, a city uh, or even a state would be able to meet or pass it on and, you know, have somebody who knows how to run it all and then test for certain things. But from what I've heard, Melinda spends quite a period of time, uh, first of all, by analyzing the frequencies that are in the area that she's going to test the person before they get there and then after they get there uh, using her test equipment and seeing what frequencies come up that weren't there before the person showed up and okay. then and then by going through a database of things like the the FCC uh, has a database which I've put part of on my frequency list document for anybody who wants a copy of that. You can email me at electricrose22 at yahoo. Um, hold on a second. I'm kind of multitasking here. Um, the FCC license frequency ranges to different companies and to um, to science and medical research. And most of those, except for some of the science and medical research, are uh, not monitored by the FCC. So she shows certain frequency ranges that are licensed to particular companies. Uh, some, I think, are licensed to universities. From what I understand, there's about 116 universities in our country that are involved in this research. And, you know, the colleges are probably not being told that they're having anything to do with torturing people. It's more of a monitoring project that's put under the guise of, you know, medical research uh, for the benefit of, of electronic applications in in medical technology, but it's actually, you know, being misused as we know. I I think I think some of the medical students who were on me knew they were torturing me, but um I just was wondering too, um you mentioned um some of the uh bacterium that were being used to kind of modify DNA. I, I recently viewed a program where they had a representative from a company I won't name talking about how uh, GMOs are fine and that they were citing examples of different species sharing um, DNA and that supposedly this wasn't something done by man. But I'm wondering if the presence of those bacterium in our environment might facilitate that happening kind of spontaneously between organisms where that wasn't intended. 
Neil, um, this is Cindy, and um, I really am sick. I'm trying to just be here for support, and they just will not give it a rest. And Hi, Cindy. I have a lot of health issues. And yeah, this I, is got, not I funny. got your yeah. interruption before on the last call. So I, I wanted to say some of the information you gave about my court what cases. Is, I go by Mary. You were insisting on knowing who I was and all of that. But, um, oh. I just find it odd that you show up every time that I ask a question or make a statement. So and I'm sorry you're having a hard time, but can you let Neil answer that question and then I'll see the floor. Oh, he paused, okay. and so I thought I could speak. Well, so I, was asking him, I was asking, Neil, I was hello. asking Neil, him a question. Uh, Neil, Neil, I, Neil, are you there? Yeah. Neil? Yeah, I thought you paused, Neil, and I thought it was a pause. So my apologies to you. Um, I don't want to deal with um, many people here today. I really am, you know, 30 years disabled. I don't need this stress. I really don't. I'm very isolated. If you could just ask them to please stop, or I won't be able to come back. I'm sorry, Neil. I was asking you a question about the spread of bacterium. Uh, spontaneously mutating other genetics in other organisms than intended. So that's what my question was. And then um, I actually believe that, um, you know, this person's probably been suffering for a while today. If they can wait five more minutes, that would be great if you could answer the question. That's all. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's become very obvious. Chemicals are used to break down the immune system to make it vulnerable, and a variety of bacteria are being used and and a variety of viruses, and they can mutate. Uh, I've run from doing antibiotics since, uh, since I found out I have Lyme disease, so I was actually sick for 10 years before I found out that it was Lyme disease and started researching that and chose to use a, a Rife machine frequency generator, but uh, there is a real problem with a variety of insects that are carrying a variety of pathogens. So it, it's not casual to get bit by a mosquito. It's not casual to have any kind of bugs in your house. These little black fungus gnats that look like little fruit flies if you have some rotting fruit you know sitting on your counter in the kitchen or something uh, just consider most bugs to be a threat to you especially in their home and I'd say from experience that uh, they will plant bugs in people's homes so keep your house as clean as you can if you're storing any food and water, you know, for emergency situations or if the system collapsed, I really recommend that you do it in, you know, five-gallon buckets or 55-gallon plastic drums with a tight seal on the top because uh, we had these palmetto bugs, which are pretty giant cockroaches in Florida, uh, actually chewed through one-gallon water jug containers. And because we had it packed away in a hall closet, we didn't notice. And uh, they proliferate like rabbits, and they live. Wow. They can live for a year. So it's a real problem. They carry 33 different bacteria, 
and nine different pathogens, and uh, some of those pathogens can definitely mutate and and become worse, which is why I'm leery of taking antibiotics because uh, a lot of these are redesigned so that you may take an antibiotic that will help you with one part of an infection but will, will actually exacerbate another part. It's not, you know, we've got to get back to nature as much as we can, and, and even that has uh, become threatened because there's no simple answers for some of the designers around in these times. Thank you. I just, yeah, I was just curious because I wasn't familiar with how they modify um, DNA and where um, one of the companies involved in creating GMOs was talking about how these things were happening spontaneously in nature. I didn't know if that really happened a lot or it might have been added to by things present in the environment. So um, I know that... um, the lady who was calling earlier wants to, you know, talk about her targeting. So, really, the floor to her. Thank you for your, for your answers. Yeah, you're welcome. Anybody who wants to see the deeper research of uh, types of pathogens that are crossing over into human DNA, you can go over to lime-morgellons.com and. You know, of all the years that I've done research in that direction, um, this is a website that has information that, that is backed by scientific-level research. So you know, I'm not seeing anything speculative there. I'm seeing that they're really showing why people are finding fibers under their skin uh, and what those fibers are made of, what the body's doing infections that are basically hiding inside of uh, calcium deposits, and so they're able to evade the immune system and quite a variety of treatments that would normally get rid of infections. So we're going to have to work on decalcifying our, our pineal glands, which is apparently what microwave does to them, and the pineal gland is... Uh, very important. Our whole endocrine system is important. So uh, without getting proper electrical signals from those glands to trigger certain chemical reactions and body functions is very life-threatening. So anybody who feels inclined to help with the research on methodologies of decalcification, uh, this will be relative. And I'll, I'll just tell you, 20 years ago when I met a microbiologist named Garth Nicholson uh, who created the Institute for Molecular Medicine after he exposed genetically altered mycoplasmas, uh, then I went on to meet Lida Mapman, who is another top microbiologist. And uh, she showed that 92% of the population 20 years ago had one of 15 different strains of genetically altered mycoplasmas. So, you know, when I did a poll last week by muting everybody and then uh, turning around and saying how many people have body pain on this call, that it was, you know, 60 or 70% of the people on the call that uh, hit star 8 on their phone or wrote star 8 in the chat room 
to show me they have body pain. These things can be very relative to what you're going to find on the Lyme-Morgellons website. So if if you're having symptoms, uh, less stamina and things like that, you might want to go take a look there and just, you know, cruise through some of the information there, especially on Bartonella and Agrobacterium because they're, we're all being exposed to many of these things in these times that are genetically altered. We're in the process of putting together a, a protocol to to run through, and when we see results, then we'll pass it on to people that can use it. And I also got some information from a fellow TI tonight uh, in New York that I'll give a rundown on <clears throat> a lot of good ideas for for supplements that are really beneficial to, to use. And, I mean, you know, you have to watch for so many things using, using calcium carbonate as a calcium source, not good. Using magnesium stearate, uh, when you see that in a product, don't buy it because it actually weakens the immune system, and this is what they want to do. So you might find a company with a really pretty label and everything, and you look on there, and it's dicalcium phosphate and magnesium stearate and polyethylene glycol, uh, which is antifreeze. Uh, you don't need to be putting that stuff in your body. The the food source type supplements are are the best, and and some of the really old school stuff that's been around for hundreds hundreds of years, like using castor oil, uh, castor oil and uh, food grade turpentine. If you go on, if you're having problems with parasites and stamina and everything, uh, and you think it's pathogenic related, you can go to Amazon and put in Diamond G Turpentine, and you'll come back with a very pure, clear product that's made for people that are using those protocols. Uh, I don't have the name of the website offhand, but if you put in, uh, you know, health therapies using turpentine, you'll find a plethora of information. There, there's one particular doctor that had used this on many people in many situations and anyway the whole protocol about how much you can take and how often and all that and you know when you're killing things you're going to feel worse before you feel better so if you're taking too much of a product that's getting rid of things uh, and you're feeling too bad then you need to back off on the dosage because uh, you're killing too much too fast, and when those things die, they're releasing a variety of toxins into your body fluids. So for those who don't know, that's called Herxheimer's reaction, and you have to regulate how much you can handle feeling bad before you're going to feel better. Questions or comments? 
I don't see how this is a supportive call if uh, the TIs know you're a TI and they want to sit and play with you. And my kidneys almost failed two times this year, and these people are sitting here doing this. And I'm putting up my guard, but you know what? Um, Karma is a son of a bitch, okay? Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing is we all have to work together here and be uplifting and, you know, as I say in the introduction, to to be supportive and to have patience and to expect people to to get angry once in a while and be reactive. Uh, I find in human nature that, you know, people hold stuff in and then you reach that boiling point and you end up boiling over on somebody who cares about you because because they care. So don't take it personally when those kind of things happen because uh, under the kind of duress that we're under, it's a miracle that we even pull off five-hour calls and and manage to be a support system and, and share information to help each other and ourselves. So that's why, you know, you just kind of learn to just let it go out of you with the next breath that you take out because it's just a passing moment and with the capabilities of being able to influence and control uh, people with thought forms and frequencies uh, which are running through all the power lines, all the extremely low frequencies that have bad effects on people, um, we're definitely up against a a thing that's affecting us in in our thought processes and in in how much patience we might have. So just as a passing moment. Well, um, basically, they want to label me and back me in a corner that I'm this, I'm that, right. whatever. Right. And it's I'm, just I'm, ridiculous. I'm the person you're it's talking ridiculous. about, and you're and you're. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm not talking about anybody. Okay, because I just wanted to finish this Stop yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at you. Weren't you finished? I don't. I I wanted to just say a comment because this has happened consistently. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. And and goes into a rant and accuses people of... I have been in the hospital, honey. I've been in the hospital. I don't I'm even know who you are. I don't even know who okay. you are. I haven't been on the call for One fucking time, two weeks. No, what are I'm, you talking I'm, about? I'm talking about on other calls. So well, basically, guess what? I'm I haven't sorry, even I'm been, sorry I haven't even been here. I haven't okay. even been here. <laughs> Every time I make a sound, you talk over me. So I, I did talk over you a little earlier, and what I wanted to say was I was go have to fun. Uh, go have I'm fun. Not, uh, just uh, take me off your radar, okay, ma'am? Because I'm not. You're not on mine. Okay, that's good. For real. I'm very, I'm very glad real. to hear that. For real, was, honey. For real. And I would like to maybe talk about something that might concern you. You mentioned your um, kids. No, 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 I don't, I don't want, I don't want to have any comments on you. No, I don't, want, I don't want to hear about your commentary on anything to do with me. Since you want to say I'm following you around, I don't have no, time for it. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Honey, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. No, I don't have time for her. That might help you. 
I'm not interested in hearing from her. I'm not. I'm not going to listen to it. Uh, it'll be on mute. Okay, complete mute. Neil, I'm no, not here for that. I'm one, not here. You're the one who's Neil, saying, I am so sorry. Follow me. I'm just saying maybe we can talk about kidneys. No, I'm not following. I'm not following you, honey. Guys, the subject, and he opened up the floor a little bit on how people were. Okay, um, as a moderator, it's my job to to keep the the call so that it's interesting for everybody. So maybe you guys ought to exchange emails and you know do whatever you need to do to make peace because this isn't really beneficial for for everybody else on the call. So take a deep breath. If you can work this out in a couple of words and we can move on, then, you know, I'll be happy to let you do that. Uh, I tell you this, if there's nothing else I've learned interacting with TIs in five years, it's that everybody has something good to bring to the table, and sometimes they have things that are uh, less than pleasant. And the best thing that you can do is, move through those things as quickly as you can because we have artificial intelligence doing this to the whole human race. Uh, Exactly. You you see the divorce rate and you see neighbors that, you know, hate each other and give each other the finger and stuff. Uh, Artificial intelligence with a nanotechnology frequency interface is doing this against us. So practice, okay? I'm I'm not telling you you to stuff your anger. If you're feeling angry, uh, express yourself, but move through it as quickly as you can so we can move on because this is a time where we all that are still fairly competent and mentally clear have to do everything we can do to join hands, educate as many people as we can, especially the support systems around us. And, I mean, if you can start a movement in your neighborhood and get people angry enough to take the battery out of their smartphone and get the smart meters removed from their house uh, and not use Wi-Fi, you are creating something that really matters. It's time now. A lot of words isn't going to accomplish anything. A new... Yes. Oh, it's, okay, so she can talk and I'm not going to be able I to talk at all. Melinda, how are you? Hi, Melinda. I'm, I'm hanging Hi. in. Hi. Hanging in. <laughs> Still a wealth of information. Um, uh, today I listened to uh, a lot of videos by uh, Before she by starts, Dutch can, I, can I finish what was being talked about? And the yeah. volcano eruptions in Yellowstone. Uh, there is a possibility that we will have some tremors, that we will have a, a volcano uh, eruption at some time in the next, let's say, 10 years. I'm being optimistic. And this is just a thing to get prepared. Uh, it's a drag. I, got, I get two gallons of water every time I go out, and it's a drag to pull it in. My place looks like a dispensary. But I know the last time during the 94 earthquake, I had nothing one can of cat food and, and two cats, and that was just about it. Um, so I do truly recommend you start buying some food or get on some websites where you can buy packaged food and just have that stuck away somewhere and uh, figure what it would be like without a stove, without an oven, without a fridge, without your cell phone, and without any way to contact anybody. And I'm saying this to myself because I don't have a lot of people around me my whole building is filled with perps, and I'd rather not hang out with them after the quake, you know. 
so I'm trying to find some uh, normal tenant, and it's very difficult because the last 30 years, I don't think we've been taught to socialize. When you think about it, I think we've been taught to pull in and be reclusive and don't answer the door and don't speak to strangers and do all this stuff that we've lost a lot of our bit of socialization, which I think goes along with this demonic program. So uh, that's kind of what I want to say. And um, I'll tell you one thing. My impression and my opinion, which is meaningless, but just to, to put in there, the most effective callers on these calls are the ones who do not dwell for hours on what's happening to them. We're helpless. We're a thousand miles away. We cannot help you. What's most effective is if you've done any thinking on how you can help yourself, because that's where the true creativity comes in with each of us, I feel. And um, so you don't have to interrupt people or speak over people. You don't have to go back into your story about what happened to you, unless from what happened to you came a realization, and this is maybe a way to handle something. In other words, you share your your wisdom, and I think that's where the value on these calls come. My own opinion. Yeah. Anyway, right. thank you. Happy Father's Day, everybody. And if you have a pet, you're a dad. If you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, good point. And you know, thanks for bringing up the thing about, you know, what would it really be like if there was an EMP, and the power went out, and there was earthquakes and tsunamis and tornadoes and hurricanes and all this. Uh, to put yourself in in a position to be able to take care of yourself the best you could. So if you got a little bit of extra money every month that you can put into some things, you know, go buy yourself a $15, 55-gallon plastic barrel with the plastic lid on it with a metal ring that clamps over the top. Uh, I'll just tell you from experience that bears used to roll those all over the yard, that's what I used to put my garbage in when I lived in the mountains, and they cannot get them open. <laughs> Here's a place you can put a little lock through so that they couldn't even trigger the latch thing to undo the metal ring that holds it. But because of my experience with palmetto bugs uh, chewing into you know one-gallon plastic water jugs that we were storing, uh, don't do that. It's a setup. All your food and and water should be put in something thick enough that it can't be chewed through. And just think about things that you would want. You know, even going to Home Depot or Lowe's and picking up a 50- or 100-foot roll of black plastic polyethylene pipe, it's all just already rolled up, and you can put that up on your roof on your house and... uh, You know, use if you have a water source like a well that could be run off a generator or uh, any way that you can pump water to get water up into that pipe, um, in a couple hours you'll have hot water and you can have a shower head plumbed off the end of that um, or a little water spigot to be able to wash dishes with hot water. So think about everything. I mean, I'm not going to be alarmist about this. But uh, it's, you know, best to do everything you can do to not just be a a total victim sitting duck because you probably don't want to end up in 
in breadline situations with with some of the stuff that's going on. So I, I and they do predict something. They do predict some events this year, whether it's a financial collapse, whether it's a disaster, whether it's riots, a civil war. Um, it's called chat. It's called web bots. And the web bots, in other words, this one guy, Cliff High, gets two to three million a day just from conversations, and he makes not a prediction, but, you know, things to be aware of. So being prepared won't hurt at all. And, and no. financially, boy, it's hard for me, but and I'm sure it's hard for many of us, just a little at a time. Yeah. Um, and and a cat case, and my cat won't go into her case. I'm trying to train her once a day, but she gives me a funny look and disappears. So there's a lot of preparation to do. There is. Yeah, there is. I mean, you have to think about it. If there was an EMP, there was no power to pump gas, then uh, if diesel fuel shuts down, then the whole trucking industry shuts down, and all of a sudden it's, you know, however much cat food you have left for your cat. So if you can pick up an extra bag here and there and candles and, you know, camping equipment kind of stuff. If things got really crazy in the city and you could toss some camping gear and some dried foods and stuff into your vehicle and head off somewhere in the hills, uh, you, you know, you'd, if you chose to do that to get out of the craziness of a city in chaos with no infrastructure at all, it, it, you'll, you'll give yourself a hug and look in the mirror and say, I love you. I did such a good job of of being ready. Now, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there doing all this, uh, well, they call them preppers. Uh, there's books. You can find quite a variety of books on Amazon and eBay about, you know, lists of things that would be good to have and how to deal with a variety of situations if if those kind of things happen. So it's just something to consider. You're really better off with camping gear than you will with money in the bank. <laughs> That's true. But do have small denominations. And silver coins, my friends, silver coins just in case the dollar collapses. Quarters and dimes. Um, and uh, silver, you can buy an ounce of silver for $16, $17. Gold is now, I think, uh, uh, 1200 So if you go to the market for a loaf of bread and you have a gold coin, you might lose the money there. So it's best to have silver coins and um, silver ounce by the ounce. So you can get change. There's so many little things to think about. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. And I only have some experience from the 94 quake, which was really horrible here. And I was evacuated, the whole thing. And then you go across the hill to Beverly Hills, and they're fine. They didn't feel a thing. Meanwhile, you come back home, and apartment looks like, you know, a war zone. Very strange. But anyway, being prepared. Water. It's too bad they can't freeze dry water, but that's an oxymoron. <laughs> Isn't it <Yeah>. an oxymoron? <laughs> yeah. Well, even having like a plastic sheet that you can put a few inches above the ground and have it, you know, kind of tip at an angle at one spot, uh, you can actually create a distillation process and get water might not be a lot real fast, but 
a lot of things that could be fairly drinking the morning dew. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> drinking the morning dew off your plastic. Yeah, that is basically, yeah. If you put plastic just above the ground, uh, it is going to pull moisture, and the moisture that drips mm. into the container will be like distilled water, so it'll be clean, no minerals mm. in it at all. Hi, I'm sorry to be so chatty. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I wanted to just share something that I had seen on um, some survival programs, which included taking even a plastic bottle that you find that had once contained water, cutting the top off about three-quarters of the way of the bottle, and inverting that, and using that as a, a way to collect condensation and drip water in. But... Um, and you just like take the cap off, and the water will collect around the lip of the exposed mm. rim and let it drip in. So that could be an emergency situation if you were really caught unprepared. If you could even find some debris, you might be able to use something of that nature. But they do sell a number of very good uh, water filters that will um, are not that expensive and will filter down to virus level in some cases. So. Isn't there a straw you can get? Yeah, they call it a white straw. You can, yeah, you put it in a gutter and it filters out all the impurities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty incredible. They showed a guy putting a tube in a scummy pond that was all green and and sucking drinkable water out of it. So they have those on Amazon. Put that down. Yeah, and, I and, mean, flash you know, you and toilet paper. Toilet paper. Everybody forgets toilet paper. Yeah, that's probably one of the things on the list of, you know, hey, don't forget this. It's pretty nice to have if you can afford it. But just And you can barter with it. True. I'll give you a couple sections for an apple. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, in, as far as chemical and biological warfare being a a possible scenario. What I picture is those that we call the elites, the 1% that want to steal the world out from everybody and rip everybody off um, to create a variety of scenarios that turn people against each other, put them under duress. So at the point where they think they're being exposed uh, to the potential of ending up in a prison for the rest of their lives, uh, they would create chaotic scenarios. They would antagonize civil wars and uprisings to happen uh, and then use a variety of technologies to turn people against each other. So, you know, being with that potential there, then when you add in chemical and especially biological warfare, you could find water sources like a creek or or a lake or a pond uh, wouldn't be suitable to drink because of particular contaminants that had been spread around. Uh, so people would end up dying from not being able to even get pure water because they drank contaminated water. So having a, a filter like the Life Straw uh, they have a cheaper little model you could throw in a backpack, and then they have one that will process a lot more water for more money. It's definitely and it drops. Iodine drops in a bottle. 
Yeah, that's Lou Goals is the brand I know about, which is L-U-G-O-L-S, is a food-grade iodine. And then having potassium iodide, and uh, watch the Lookout uh, Charlie videos because he's posting more videos. He's really a methodical, scientific kind of a person uh, that's done a lot of trial and error. And, you know, for those who haven't been on this call before, there's a fungus called sporotrichosis. He had a friend of his die uh, for having that basically trashed his brain, and the guy died. And so he's done a ton of research in up the Lyme, Morgellons, uh, designer diseases of the times kind of diseases. And he's come to find that uh, following the protocol that he suggests to get rid of this fungus that a lot of targeting symptoms like getting shocked uh, stop happening. And so one of his latest videos is going into explaining more more research. So keep up on... What he's doing, you can go over to his blog spot after you go to Lookout and then F.A. for F.A. and Charlie with an I.E. on the end on YouTube. Uh, and you'll see that he has a blog and he wrote out the whole protocol. One of the things that he's suggesting that people are reporting to me has been most significant is buying potassium iodide powder. Um and then making what's called a saturated solution, which is putting enough in the water uh, that it wouldn't do any good to put any more uh, in the water. So a saturated solution is with an amount in there that is to the most significant strength that you'd be able to get it to. Um, so not only for getting rid of sporotrichosis, but having potassium iodide powder, if we had an EMP, then the the spent fuel rods in, what is it, 400 nuclear power plants? Oh, please. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really awful what they've done. This should never have happened, but it did. Uh, well, the spent fuel rods would not be cooled uh, if there was no power to cool them, uh, which would cause meltdowns everywhere. So we'd be dealing with uh, ionizing radiation. radiation, which you would want to have potassium iodide. So, you know, of things that I was going to throw in my medicine cabinet uh, or in a backpack if I decided to go camping and get out of the city, potassium iodide powder, oregano oil as a concentrate, uh, very antipathogenic. <laughs> and uh, grapefruit seed extract made by Nutribiotics would be three definitely must-have that, that every mom would want to have in their medicine cabinet for any any situation. Yeah, also seaweed, uh, you know, the Nuri strips at the market, seaweed, uh, the Japanese who had seaweed after Chernobyl are still alive. And seafood, sea seafood, sea plants. You know, for whatever reason. One thing I did want to mention, Neil. I don't know if you know Dr. William Mount, M-O-U-N-T. I thought one of the moderators mentioned him. I follow him. Well, two weeks ago he was in his garden, 
and he said he stepped on something. And it evidently went up through his bloodstream, and now he's in the hospital with a flesh-eating bacteria, horrible, coming out of his colon. Now, Dr. Mont is a TI, and he puts on new videos once, twice a day, and he he knows so much, and he knows the people, and has inside resources, sources. And I think he, it was a hit, and I mentioned that, and he said, oh, and for those of you who think the government hit me, forget about it, I stepped on something, and it it was just very bad, blah, blah, blah. But I think it was a hit. I, I mean, in too. that short, pe- short period of time to come down with MRSA in your colon, give me a break. But, you know. Well, I mean, you know, shit. considering who he is, hopefully he'll he'll do his homework. There was a 15-year-old girl that got some kind of a flesh-eating bacteria out of a pond. And uh, I pursued it because I saw all the people's comments. Oh, poor baby, the American Murder, I mean, Medical Association couldn't help her, and she died, and she didn't have to die. I actually uh, had the frequencies for that particular pathogen. She could have gone to a chiropractor or a naturopath that had a rife machine, and she could have been treated, and her life could have been saved. Mm. So, uh, you know, I mean, I did mention frequencies to him. I did mention frequencies to him uh, in his thing. I don't know. I said you should be playing, uh, you know, frequencies. Uh, I don't know if I said Schumann or Rife. I think I said Rife all day long in the hospital. But, you know. Yeah, it's a matter of choice. I mean, I think some souls have a life lesson to die from ignorance because, uh, you know, when I see somebody like a superstar that has millions of dollars, uh, they could have the best health care. Uh, if I was in that position and I was sick with something I didn't understand and didn't have much time, I would be hiring some very, very good researchers to give me a list of things that I would be able to do to undo the damage and, and get, you know, homeostasis back in my body because... Really, in these times, there's no excuse. I know somebody who works on a sliding scale using uh, scalar-type technology uh, with radionics, and rather than having to go through using frequencies like a Rife machine to blow up pathogens in your body and feel worse before you feel better, the technology that he's using actually just removes what's in the person's body. And uh, he does all this by taking a couple of pictures of the person, uh, and the person either emails or or sends them through regular mail to him, and then he can put those pictures in uh, the, the machine that he's using and actually basically evaporate whatever the causal agent is right out of the person. So... Uh, it just always makes me sad, you know, especially the case with the little girl over... Well, look at Steve Jobs. Look at... They got him. He didn't know, and he finally realized he should have gone homeopathic before. But then he went and had surgery, and that's kind of what did him in. Yeah, I know. When when I heard Joni Mitchell had more Gellin symptoms, it, it broke my heart because I grew up on her and, you know, loved her music and the times and everything, and... 
uh, I did my best in every way that I possibly could to to try to get a hold of her and let her know, you know, we could send you in some good directions that would would be able to undo the damage. Because the, the truth is, if you have enough money and then you have the knowledge about which direction to go in, you, you don't have to die from much of anything anymore. Yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to say, um, if, one more thing uh, quickly. Um, uh, it just slipped me. Uh, apropos it's all right. images. Oh, oh yes. There is a guy on Facebook I've befriended named Alain Bersoa. He lives in Montreal, and I told him about your call. I told him about um, the international, Ella's international call. And I gave him your number. I don't know if he's on tonight. He was going to start a holiday on Friday, so maybe next week. He has more gallons. Oh. And I said uh, to definitely call Neil or get on his call, you know. So uh, hopefully he will. Yeah, I mean, all this is breaking wide open at this point, and, you know, uh, there's just, there's, I don't mean this in a bad way or anything, but there's no excuse for for people to not gain the knowledge because, um, how do I say this? I mean, 26 years of of having so many symptoms and full body pain and doing a lot of research, it, it's no easy path, but we're in a time now where you can weed out all the disinformation and inaccurate information that's not scientifically based, so it's not able to prove, you know, this is how you're going to undo the damage of, of some particular kind of pathology you're dealing with. Um, we're We're in a time where good scientific information is coming forward and saying, yes, you were pretty much purposely deceived to think that you were going to take this antibiotic and that antibiotic and it was going to get rid of some of these designer disease type infections that are around in these times. Uh, there, There's some very good science out there that's getting to the bottom of it and it's just a matter of applying all these things uh, not, you know, easy or simple, definitely having to follow a protocol and be very dedicated to it for six months, but but nonetheless answers to understanding the interactive pathology involved and why it was designed that way uh, with a motive to not make it easy for somebody to just, you know, eat natural, healthy food and take a few supplements and they would get better. Uh, the things that are called designer diseases in these times are meant to take out Kill. a lot of people slowly and profit from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awful. <laughs> well, this is why unity is important. And, you know, it makes me happy to see <laughs> when you go to YouTube, you could put in just about any any subject that you want information about and you will find people that did bother to spend the time to share things uh, that are helpful, and they did it for free. So we have a a great network here. If you can weed out all the disinformation and get down to the ones that are giving you something you can really use, there's a lot of sincere people out there that have put their heart into leaving information on the Internet on so many topics. 
Mm-hmm. So that that is a blessing, even though the internet's a double-edged sword. And Google bought YouTube, which is a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. I know the the monster. The monster yeah, the real monster. Ready. They say Amazon, Google, and Facebook are going to create the whole technocracy in which we're going to be living, and they're going to rule the world. I believe it. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a collective of, you know, 1% of people and, you know, unfortunately we are dealing with being tricked and unfortunately the 1% that want to control the world and think that they're going to implement all these things. Uh some of these things have made them rich, no question about it, but uh there's something much more sinister behind it. And things mm-hmm. like uh, using CERN technology, apparently opening up portals and allowing entities and beings and demons and all this kind of stuff to come into our reality that wouldn't have been able to before. Uh, what I'm seeing is that this 1% has been tricked. And so they've basically, you know, the telecommunications industry is prospering off of uh, the whole wireless industry of what telecommunications has done with smartphones and all that. And, yeah, they're getting filthy rich off it, but in the process, uh, you know, they're breathing the chemtrails too. Their brains Mm -hmm. are being affected by using those phones. And, you know, I mean, really it's... And their kids and their grandkids are are going to not make it. That's right. And that's not human because... Humanness has a heart and a conscience and a mind to reason, and that mind to reason says, you know, I'm out there pulling weeds out of my yard so I can get places to grow in better because Florida lawns, you know, really don't grow super easy. And I decide to go down to Home Depot and look at the the weed and feed stuff there. Yeah, it would be really nice to put some poison down that has food mixed in it kill certain weeds and you don't have to pull all this stuff that's just hours of work. But when I read the warnings, you know, don't allow pets on your lawn or children on your lawn, I'm like, that's going to end up in the drinking water. I couldn't buy it. So I'm here to tell you, you know, after I got a microscope and saw the things that I see that do harm people and studying enough of, uh, you know, herbicides, and put out a newsletter warning people that it hurts your immune system, uh, which makes you vulnerable to the diseases that they've redesigned in labs, uh, that this whole synergistic mess is being done on purpose. Once you've looked into a microscope, then you, you do realize what you can't see can hurt you and will very seriously. And these are the kind of things that are being used in these times. So, you know, you you get on your smartphone and it's convenient and all that. You can pull up stuff on the Internet wherever you are. Uh, You know, it's, it's a convenience. But if people actually took a drop of blood and put it under a microscope and were shown a picture of what normal blood's supposed to look like and then what their blood looks like, just for being on the phone for five minutes, let alone an hour, uh, they they wouldn't use those phones anymore. 
So uh, there's a lot of lessons to happen here. I'm not going to rattle on about it, but what you can't see can hurt you. (laughs) Go ahead. What's it doing to the blood? It's causing all of our red blood cells to clump together, and it's messing with with our mitochondrial uh, cellular level processes to assimilate nutrients and to get rid of waste properly. How is it? How is it literally uh, burning? I mean, skin. I understand. Bone. I don't understand. Well, you know, I mean, just a simple microwave. It can be. So it can actually melt bone? Well, I mean, ionized radiation will kill people within a short period of time. Well, I'm talking about bone. Non-ionized radiation. It doesn't really matter. If you have cellular processes, you're going to die. My right hand is, is ruined. And you can see that I no longer have any knuckles on my right hand. And I cannot believe this, but, you know, it is what it is. Maybe I'll get two artificial hands. They're they're destroying the knuckles on the left hand, going the same route that they went with the right hand, so that I will not have either hands. And the I can see that the knuckle, you know, the redness is very clear. Uh, you know, and it just you know, over the last hour, normally I'll have the smartphone completely off. Unplugged, tucked under something. High, you know, I just got one like two months ago for the first time in my life. And, I mean, it's literally, I, I cannot believe somebody could melt bone. This is beyond my comprehension. Bone, my my pinky and my middle finger on my left hand, my only good hand, uh, no longer have any kind of a knuckle at the top. And you can see the redness, and I'm aggravated right now. You hear it in my tone of voice. Uh, I'm burnt. My right, my left hand is burnt. I wondered why I was getting so agitated. And I got up, I looked around, I saw, I left this thing plugged in. I left it turned on. I didn't turn off cellular. I didn't turn off, uh, uh, I didn't turn it on airplane mode. I didn't tuck it under. Fucked myself. And right outside is an SUV. Directly at it, all of a sudden moves. All of a sudden moves. All of a sudden, you know. I go in another room. I look at my hand, and it's red. The knuckles are red. The knuckles on the fingers, and the knuckles on the hand, red, red, like somebody's been beating me, or I've been beating my hand against a wall, and I have not. And I just yeah. want to know one simple thing: what is it that is allowing them to? Eat bone. How can they burn bone away from existence? Well, Where are you located? Uh, I, you know, I don't even want to go there. Well, I have a doctor who's miraculous, a hand doctor. I don't know if you're interested. Yeah, but, honey, they're eating the bone. They're burning the bone. I understand that. And they ate mine, too. And that's why I went to the doctor and I had to have surgery. Uh, but he fixed my finger. Well, he's not going to be so able to a, recreate bone. I mean, the, the right hand is my fingers Excuse are me. Flat. That's flat what they do. My, well, I just want to tell you, my right my right hand is flat on my palm. The fingers, you understand? The fingers no longer extend. They are flat against my palm completely. 
flat on the right hand. The left hand, uh, the middle to the uh, ring finger on my left hand, it's, you know, it's swollen and uh, it no longer has a knuckle, any kind of, it's like flat at the, at the hand. And the rest of it is, is grossly uh, inflamed. It's the same route they went with the right hand, same route. That's right. That's what happens with, with a microwave. With a microwave, it heats up the water molecules, just like it is the same as a microwave oven. It causes, you know, burning, inflammation, and heat. So, you know, I didn't quite understand if you said you had been using your cell phone in, like, either one of your hands, but that is the result. Of, of, well, can you know, I ask you a bone? I, I mean, this, the flesh, I understand. Tissue, okay. But but bone? Bone this has water. Moisture. There's moisture in the bone. Let me tell you briefly. Uh, okay. So it's the, the moisture. Most... Is, is it shrink? Oh, oh, I see. It's shrinking the bone. It's not it's, it, it's it shrinking. It heats up. It causes inflammation, the exact result of what you've got that you're looking at. Oh, and along with pain, you know, the inf inflammation, heating up of the water molecules. So it's sucking the water out of the bone so the bone then shrinks. Oh, I didn't say sucking. I said heating. Okay, so it's boiling my bone. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking, okay, if you and I put, you know, uh, I don't know, a pork bone into a boiling water for five hours, would it shrink? Not exactly the same. It also causes uh, DNA mutations. If you let me let me talk for like two minutes, I'll give you one of the most dramatic examples that I know of. Okay, please uh, let no. It's the bone that's the problem because that's what will ultimately cause the the hand to be paralyzed. Again, like I'm going right to ask you for one minute so that I sure, can uh, uh, explain to you one of the most dramatic examples of what will happen when you carry a cell phone. <laughs> Uh, uh, near your body or in your hand for a prolonged period of time. And that is the example of the young attorney, Jimmy Gonzalez of Florida, who who carried his uh, cell phone in his chest pocket, his left chest pocket. He used it on the left side of his brain, of his head, and he, he, he held it in his left hand. This is a guy who's like in his 40s, an up-and-coming young young lawyer. Anyway, but he, you know, his business is communication. So uh, he, he, he used that for uh, uh, an extended period of time. He ended up with cancer on the left side of his heart, cancer in his left hand, cancer on the left side of his brain. And that was because of, of the uh, exposure to the microwave radiation from his cell phone which is a weapon. It, it functions on a microwave. So uh, now uh, with Jimmy Gonzalez, apparently uh, they, they cut, cut all the uh, cancer out, uh, and he was able to, to go before his local city council and also do a YouTube, I think, you know, before he died uh, at the young age of in his 40s. a predictable consequence. There's, there's, there's uh, about 25,000 studies, medical uh, 
studies showing, you know, the uh, adverse uh, uh, consequences of exposure to microwave radiation. So there, that's uh, just what I wanted to mention. So anyway, the solution, of course, is prudent avoidance. Don't use the damn things. Stay away from them. But distance uh, and time are always your friends when you're dealing with, uh, you know, this microwave radiation and magnetic fields for that matter too. So don't use it for uh, 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 long periods of time and, and uh, preferably not at all. You know, I have a, a, a fully corded landline. So that's, that's my, my one minute. Thanks for speaking up. I don't think it can uh, bring my, my bone back. I, I agree with you and there's nothing that I can wear that's going to keep the uh, electromagnetic field from apparently either shrinking the bone, burning the bone. I, I have no reason to exaggerate here. My okay. right hand, my right hand is ruined, and the uh, knuckles are are gone. It's it's like right. a smooth so, line. Actually, there to are find, things that you try to know, find shielding, knuckles. Shielding, shielding. I mean, I don't I don't know if this is some kind of an experiment that they're you know they've done this to a bunch of people but the knuckles on the right hand are gone. And the fingers, okay. Okay. Hold, the fingers folded up like a baby. They're, I mean, if you look at my right hand, it's like a baby's fingers against its uh, palm. Those are, that's my right hand. Now they're working on the left hand. Okay, if you'll give me 30 seconds, I'll tell you what can help. Okay. Aside from prudent avoidance, don't use the damn stuff. You know, it's lethal technology. Uh, shielding. Leather gloves have, you know, there's one person on here that, 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 that always talks about uh, the importance of having uh, detectors, which is true. And leather gloves, leather jacket, uh, 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 there's multiple and, and more and more kinds of uh, materials that are on the market. You know, Neil's got some, but uh, you should, and I do. When I go outside, I wear, you know, a nice thick leather gloves. Because, you know, we are in a, immersed in a, a man-made microwave oven, and they're just turning up the heat. But there's no, no point why we should support them in buying into it and, and buying uh, uh, these wireless devices. You know, encouraging them. Well, see, the, the deal is they've crippled me. They've, they've crippled me to the point where I, I really can't leave. You know, I can't drive, I can't, you know, this is what they've done to me at my age, 52. And, you know, so I'm trapped here and I can't type with my right hand. That's not an option. I certainly can't type left-handed. I have no means of communication with anyone other than, you know, maybe this dumb phone. Well, in addition to the letter, I have them, they have uh, a silver I have about five pieces of, of, uh, of, of protection, you know, most of it's silver, silverized nylon, uh, but they have, and I, like I said, I have them, they have uh, lightweight uh, silver gloves that you could readily use, you know, on a typewriter and stuff, and they do work. They, uh, they uh, shield you from, from the microwave radiation. And they've got... They've got Regular, that, uh, I don't know if you can even get real leather anymore, but... Uh, if I could, yeah, you can get all kinds of leather, you know. Or, okay, you know, the summer, I'm going to try to find yeah. leather. I hope it doesn't get jacked on the way here. 
that's what I will do. And then any, they got bunches of leather gloves of all kinds in a hardware store. I went there. That's the first place I went when I got out of this nursing rehab, searching for anything to put over the one hand I had left after they got done with me. I could not find leather. It was uh, August. Couldn't find it anywhere. Maybe it can be ordered online. I I trust them no no distance uh, to not jack with something that's on its way here and do more damage with me having it on than having it off. But, I mean, hopefully I'd figure it out pretty quickly. No, I just understand that you are a beautiful creation, that you are given a mind and your free will is being threatened, and their whole motive is to make you feel like life itself is an exercise in futility and to get the better half of you. But, you know, put it this way, I, I peed blood for a year off and on. I mean, I, I watched too much blood leaving my body, and I refused to give into it. And I kept researching, and I kept trying things, because I just held my own thought to say, I refuse to die this way. I'll, I'll die for something that will help a lot of people, but I refuse to die in any other way. So if you were to go over to CureZone.com, if you were to look up Tachyon, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N, people with sports injuries that have had severe cartilage and bone damage, there's something about Tachyon that tells your DNA to put back what used to be there. And and as I said, uh, with radionics and and scalar technology around and, and some of the kind people that are doing it on a sliding scale, so a rock star might pay a half a million dollars to get their knee to, you know, rebuild cartilage that was completely destroyed in it. Um, and then somebody who's poor may pay a hundred bucks and get the same treatment to be helped and and you may also find out that this hard road that you're walking down, that just first of all, just saying this isn't an exercise in, in futility, I refuse to succumb to this because I understand the, the depth of the sabotage against the human race and, and myself personally. I'm already there, psychologically. I mean, that's why they're, you know, going for broke with me. I mean, you destroy both of someone's hands. You have them, you know, uh, unless they can find uh, a surgeon to replace, not repair. I've read all about repair. Okay, but you haven't read about tachyon. So going to a surgeon is not your only option. And just by believing that there are other answers, you'll have information coming to you. And so... I'm suggesting to you this one giant word called tachyon, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N, that is actually telling DNA to put back something that's not there. Miracles that happened in multi-million dollar research projects in Russia using Giza pyramids that were built to the same scale uh, or built to scale with the same angles and positioned facing true north, just like the Giza Pyramid. Uh, there was well, the a woman, doctor, I'm with the you. woman the doctor, grew a uh, third set of teeth. If one of their doctors wants to 
rebuild bone, they can do it if they want to. Now, if I'm some kind of a science experiment uh, for, you know, the mega, mega, mega elite who want to know, okay, you know, 150 years from now when I have all the organs I want, uh, I still want my hands to work, uh, you know, let's burn some hands down, you know, like they like ours will be, even though we have all the organs we want, how are we going to get new hands without getting an artificial one? That's maybe, that may be my role in all of this, you know, life extension technology. I, I hope not, but nothing else makes any sense. If they wanted me dead, I'd be dead. They're doing this long, slow, painful thing. Uh, Typical. I'm just telling you, first of all, you decide that it's not impossible. Well, I've made a, my, my, my mind is made up. I mean, they will have to murder me. There's no two ways about it. And there's no, no futility here. I have quadriplegia. My right hand is paralyzed, and I'm still happy. I, and I, I don't think that makes them happy. So they burn the F out of me anytime, anyplace, anywhere, anyhow, all day long, all night long, anytime, all, all the time. And they despise the fact that it doesn't break me. So I guess they're going to, you know, like, take away my hands. But all that I'm going to do is go get replacements. I think it's retarded for them to do it because, by God, there's Mayo, there's Johns Hopkins. There, I, I probably wouldn't try to go anywhere but there, but I have insurance. Just tell them I want a replacement. Give me a fake hand. Give me two fake hands if I have to have them. There's an option. I mean, they're going to have to murder me. I will keep trying. I don't think those things work perfectly. You know, bionic hands, fake hands, artificial hands. But, you know, what, what alternative do I have if they're so psychotic that they have to burn my hands into non-existence? What choice do I have? They're lunatics. But the life extension makes more sense than anything. If they have all the replacement parts they want interiorly, right, then, you know, they also have to start working on the outside. You know, what are we going to do when our hands start falling apart? We're 200 years old. We have piles of organs. You know, you know what are we going to do about the hands, though? Well, it sounds like you have some research to do. Well, I mean, there are only two options. It's either that or someone locally is like, you know, uh, we have to make her completely disabled so she ends up in a nursing home so we can get everything that's inside her. Well, if I were you, I'd head over to CureZone.com and take a look if there's any information there on on that. I mean, what about all these other people? Why aren't people's hands falling off all over the place? I mean, I've barely... This smartphone, two, I'm, I'm literally two months into a smartphone. Never before in my life. Only the flip phone, dumb phone. And that never, I, I, you know, I never held it. Always on speakerphone. No computer until two years ago. No laptop, nothing. So you're using a smartphone? Two months ago, I, I succumbed to the, the Apple thing because I could, you know, the typing, almost impossible, need for communication, trapped in a hotel room, 24 hours a day, 
over the last two years. I don't know how many hours that is, but, you know, that's a lot of time. That's solitary confinement. So, trying to undig myself, find a way out of this. Find someone who can do a little bit of caregiving, live in a private dwelling. You know, I'm asking very little. So, did so I understand I that you're, you're an attorney you're, or you were trained as an attorney? I I am. Well, okay. All right. Now, here here's a, a little bit of information. To, this is not a defense, but the reason the smartphone and uh, the Apple in particular is because of the uh, uh, you can dictate. Apple dictates. That's Do I have why. A, more you, you, can talk, you can talk into it. It is pretty All damn right. good. Let me know when I can talk. Sorry. Thank you. Two minutes. Uh, uh, okay, here's a little background that I think you'll find pretty interesting. Now, from the beginning, uh, these always devices, always wireless devices, are uninsurable. Lloyds of London determined that they were dangerous and hazardous, and they didn't want to have any part of it because they had already taken it in the shorts by insuring the tobacco industry previously. So, so years ago, they they uh, uh, you know excluded coverage from uh, uh, for harm and damage uh, 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 from uh, electromagnetic fields and electromagnetic magnetic radiation, which is how all this stuff works. Now, then that didn't stop the uh, the telecommunications industry boys, you know, that wanted their billions and trillions of dollars. So what they did, knowing that their products were uninsurable, they got together and as far back as I don't know, 2006 or 2009, they pooled $6 billion in anticipation of people like you, an attorney, who, who uh, either was personally injured or, or brought cases against them. So it is actually up to you, uh, knowing that all that money is probably at least doubled or tripled by now because they anticipated class action suits and liability suits, you just... Go get it, you know, sue their asses, you know, because everybody, they all know, you know, that, that uh, their, their, their products are uninsurable, and they have the money sitting there waiting for people like you. Uh, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but the system works for the people who are connected. The lawsuits come out the right way for the people who are on the other side. The ones who actually deserve the money rarely get anything. If they do, it's a crumb. And it only happens if they happen upon one of their attorneys. Well, that is prevalent in these times, no question about it. Insurance companies would rather pay off a couple of lawyers and a judge and screw the, the person who should be the beneficiary of their policy and save money, and then that's something that really does deserve major exposure, that that level of corruption, this is one of the reasons that organized crime is doing some of the things that they're doing. Uh, I've heard this too many times, and I've heard your story before, too, about how people are getting screwed when they should be getting fair compensation for, for coverage that they've paid into. Is the Wi-Fi any better? No, Wi-Fi is not better. It's dangerous. Wi-Fi have a choice, thing. Those are the only two choices I have is uh, the uh, this Dell 
laptop. There's a MacBook Pro that Vokery have bought for me still sitting in the box because I'm afraid of it. I know that it's made of metal, and I can't imagine that being great. So it's still sitting there, still using the Dell laptop here, but it does not have the dictate function. And it operates on Wi-Fi because, unfortunately, I'm jammed up in a hotel. I can't get a hard line. Like, you know, I know the gal in the background. She's right 100%, 1,000% right. I wish I lived in a private dwelling and I had something like Roadrunner if I had to have anything and I could plug it in, you know, rather than have, you know, uh, Wi-Fi. I get that. Um, but here, my only options are Wi-Fi on this Dell laptop touchscreen or... Um, I guess you know, now and then if I have to dictate something using that smartphone to dictate, you know, an email. I don't have many options. I know. It's hard. We're all really sitting on the edge of our seats. and When they start taking people's hands, God help us all. And, I mean, I can't believe I'm the only one. Uh, our hands and what else? I mean, you don't have those. You can't get very far. You can't do very much. Well, no, but I'm here to tell you I was blood, gushing blood clots out of my urethra, watching my, my life force drain out of me, and it really freaked me out. I just kind of walked over and sat down the first time it happened and gathered my wits and said, you know what, I refuse to die this way. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, brother. I'm I'm with you 100%. When I was in the hospital, I don't know what they did. They caused a circumferential uh, wound laceration by placing a rectal tube when they somehow got me into a hospital. Who knows how I'm better off not knowing. And I bled out all of my blood that direction. I don't, you know, not the urethra, but the, the backside. All of it had to have a complete blood transfusion. So I lost all my blood, too. Very strange. I don't know what they won't do. I can't figure out what they want with me. I'm telling you, I would pay money. I don't have a lot of money. But, you know, I, I'm real tight. I squirrel what I can away. Um, I wish I could pay someone to help me figure out what their plan is with me so that I could try harder to circumvent it. I, I, I dropped the ball today. See, normally I'm not this bad. I left that damn smartphone sitting, plugged in, on, cellular on, not with the airplane mode off, in plain sight. I know to bury it somewhere so that whatever, you know, the uh, camera on the front and the camera on the back are are at least covered up. It may not be perfect, but, you know, I I usually protect myself better than this. And when I was homeless in a car, I wore leather gloves day and night, winter, summer, fall, spring, all the time, and my hands were in excellent shape. And and I must have lost my mind when I got out. I should have made it my flipping business to find a pair of leather gloves. I knew the importance of it somehow, instinctually. I mean, on the right hand, I'm not going to be able to have a glove. It's going to have to be a mitten or something. That's already shot anyway. But, yeah, I agree, a leather glove on the left hand Okay, well, I, I have I have somebody here who'd like to share something with you. Go ahead, Kyle. Are you there, Kyle? I have you unmuted. 
I think you may have unmuted an email. This is Eileen, but I do have something to share. Well, go ahead while Kyle's trying to figure out how to get his phone unmuted. Okay. Um, to the man that's talking, I have lost a third of my bone on a recent um, bone density test. And then I do have major problems with my hands and my muscles. Um, I used to be real muscular because I was in gymnastics and uh, kung fu and martial arts and stuff like that. Do a lot of hiking. Um, when I was younger, I did a lot of gymnastics, but I do isometrics. And I'm 54, and um, they they have me really, really messed up on my hands and stuff like that. But um, I I have lost a third of my bone mass all over from the electronics. Even the hands. They're trashing your hands. Even the the hands. Yeah. Even the hands. Eroding eroding the bone. Right. Oh and then I was well, in a domestic violence incident where I have four bulging discs in my neck and two are fused and you only have seven discs in your neck. But they say that's part of my problems too with my hands. Um, sometimes I have good coordination with them. Sometimes I don't because um, my joints are real painful and I just have a hard time just like buttoning small buttons and fixing my hair, all kinds of stupid stuff constant numbing and tingling, but that's, there's a program out there that they can use on their cell phone, because I was at a temp job, and I even heard this one lady laughing, bragging, oh, there's five of us attacking her now, all we can see is her eyebrows going up and walking stiff, and then that one girl said, oh, she ain't going to stay muscular long, so they were even, you know, they were just jealous, so I know, I've seen the phone app, and they get bit money for it. And some of this is gang-related that are working for the people in Washington because I am a former federal whistleblower. And they brag about that when I worked at the VA. You know, somebody in Washington wants to keep the gangs, yeah, in case they need somebody that's a problem that they can find a billion and one ways to kill them in the Medical Murder Association. I just wanted to share that with you, that it is common, and they do got apps that will deteriorate your bone and actually your muscles. And I have lost a lot of muscle within the last year. And my perps let me know that they were doing it to me. And some of mine, I truly believe they are terrorists. And I had it happened to me more than once. I had a Middle Eastern descent person come up to me and say, they hate America, and I'm paying them for it to be here. And I'm going, oh, this kind of all coincides. But <laughs> I read on uh, a couple of websites, and Judicial Watch was one of them at the time when they were talking about the drug cartels. But ISIS is the drugs to the drug cartels. The drug cartels give it to the outlaws, and then the outlaws distribute it to the other gangs. They usually have more than one gang going after you for bit money. And then some of them is just a recruitment process, and they're recruited into these gangs out of fear for protection, especially if you live in a major city. I live in a major city that's over a million, so I got to get out. I'm like, Neil, I want to get out of the city. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I'm in a sanctuary city. I moved from Milwaukee. I moved over 2,000 miles away. I'm here in Austin. And it's, I thought Austin, keep Austin weird in that. They wouldn't mess with me. Oh, I'm telling you, they have so many perks here. It ain't even funny. And guess what? I came here and found out there's a lot of people from the Midwest here playing the same game, taking the same bit money. It's like a shadow government, but part of it was brought on mostly by the Democrats, but they do have some Republicans in there now. I mean, it's just whoever they can pay off or fear off is usually what they were saying when I actually did work at the VA, that, you know, a couple of them bragged, oh, we can pay everybody off or fear them off. And it took me like 20 years to figure out what they were doing. But they got all different types of experiments. So whatever major university you're around in the hospital, because they usually coincide with each other, whatever they're doing their studies on, that's what they're doing on to the population around them mostly is how it goes. Not always. That's that's where they had me. That's where this stuff happened. You're on the money. Yes. And then on the doctors, there's a lot of doctors involved in it. In the last 20 to 30 years, you'll have noticed a lot of doctors, foreign doctors involved, they pay two to four times their tuition. When I worked at the VA, looking back at it, hindsight, I heard these two doctors talking that one day, and then they were saying, well, I really feel uncomfortable of passing this one guy, whatever, because he teaches. He's a professor at the university but works at the VA. And then, um, you know, he goes, but I have a feeling I'll have more repercussions if I don't, so I might as well go ahead and pass them. So, I mean, hindsight, a lot of this stuff I'm piecemealing together because it's a little bit here, a little bit there. I mean, like when they first target you, they really don't want you to know. What they usually do, if you go to hub pages, what is the TI, what is the program, they usually get your family and friends on it first, and then they attack you, and then they – it comes to a point, there's like five stages to it, um, but it comes to a point where on the fifth stage, they want you to know you're being targeted. And they're going to go out of their way to let you know. I got in a car accident 45 miles an hour, and my lawyer's screwing me over. They deleted one of my MRIs. I actually seen the nurse take bit money. When I first got in the emergency room, the nurse was in there, um, and they called a neurologist because I had, you know, two-level fusion already in my neck and whatever. But anyway, a different EMT guy knocked on my door and said he wanted to, you know, he, he knocked on the door where the door was closed with me and the nurse in there, and he goes, he goes to the nurse, oh, I just wanted to show you a picture of my girlfriend since my wife was a cheater and nobody told on me. And then when I, I could see her smartphone, he gave her her smartphone, his smartphone to her. It was it was um, two icons. It wasn't even a picture of a woman. That's bit money. That is bit money. For the longest time, I didn't know what bit money was until probably a couple months ago. And bit money is money that they can take. They even have some ATMs where you can take this bit money and turn it into cash. It, it's like... Neil says it's a it's the shadow government that's running it now. And they're, what they're doing is, if you watch the movie America, Imagine a World Without Her, Obama, 
it will kind of explain to you how it is a shadow government, and they've been working on it for the last 20, 30 years to infiltrate them in everything from telecommunications to everything. And they America actually do still money. What's the name of it? America Imagine a World Without Her? Yes. And that's very, very uh, down low. That's That's a very profound one. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually even bought the movie. I bought it at the Family Christian Store before they went out of business. But it was actually on, was it Netflix or Redbox? I think it was Redbox. When it first came out, it is a documentary, and they didn't show it at all the movie theaters because it was a documentary. Um, but I know at one time you could rent it through Redbox, but I don't think it's no longer, what do you call it, Um like a top-rated movie. I think Redbox, like at Walmart, they have to be like a recent release or something like that. I don't very rarely do it, but another TI told me about the movie, and then I did it. You know, I I watched it, and then when Family Christian Store was going out of business, I actually bought it. (laughs) And it wasn't that expensive. It was like $8. uh, they don't want, I mean, like the Popo busted my two back windows in, in 2012, and it's still within the statute of limitations here. And mm-hmm. I posted on that, not wanting much money, just something. Just throw me something to even cover my costs, whatever. Two days ago, for the very first time, as it became clear that I, I called UP, uh, FedEx, and said, you know, I need for this to be picked up. You know, I had my arrangements to pick up these CDs, evidencing that it all transpired on the bank property. Uh, You know, all of a sudden, um, you know, for the first time here, you know, they start literally, like, like harming my my left hand hard in my sleep. Not just the way they normally do, but but much worse. You know, like in in my feet, like they didn't want me to be able to... uh, you know, hand it. They, don't, they, don't, they wanted to jack me up so badly that I couldn't hand it to the, uh, you know, the, the FedEx guy, the, the CDs, so that I could get money. It doesn't seem like they want me to have money. And they oh, they also don't, don't want, want any of us to have money, and they, they will torment you like today. Um, they don't they want any the people have been perping on us. They don't want them to ever have to pay. And you know what that other woman said about these things are weapons? These things are weapons. Uh, it, they mm-hmm. can't be. She said they can't be insured. They couldn't be insured, so these guys all pool their resources. Uh, you know, I, that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, you know, when when something is made to be a weapon, and, and these guys, whether it's a big truck, trash truck company, and they know what they're doing, or the cell phone, these guys are all in the business, in the business of creating weapons. In promoting them, selling them, et cetera. You know, oh, I know. Why, why, you know, I mean, it, they, don't, they don't, the last thing in the world they want to do is hear back from the people who they're victimizing. They know what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. Oh, yeah, because my accident that I have till the end of this month was a commercial truck rear-ended me at 45 miles an hour. And when I told my one lawyer to go ahead and proceed, even though it took him a year and a half to find out it was a commercial vehicle, and I was asking him for day one because um, 
where I had the accident, the fire station was less than two miles away. So, I mean, they were on the scene, like, within minutes. I mean, they just, like, whisked you off and everything. Um, but now so they, they want me to settle less than 10% of 200000 And at first he said, oh, we'll be able to get you 200000 Then when they started getting my medical records, I had a torn rotator cuff and all this. I mean, it's just a big mess because I was and on you working disability. Hospital. You went to the hospital immediately afterward, and mm-hmm. the doctor there said that that was caused. Oh, what they did? Oh, no. At the hospital, when they did a CT with my pants on, of course, because after that EMT guy left, they quick rushed me in. I, I don't even want to go into the rest of the details, which was nasty because while I was changing into a gown, they opened up the door and I gave everybody in the emergency room a freaking free shot of my upper half. And it was that lady's hand. I could tell because I seen the lady's hand on the doorknob, but you couldn't see her face. And then she whisked me in there. It was another doctor that I was um, seeing already that said he showed me the MRI that had a torn rotator cuff. And then now it's missing and they didn't charge Medicaid. And my lawyer that I have now says he's only personal injury. I need to find a male practice lawyer, which a lot of them won't touch me because I already have a lawyer. And then some of them I said, well, how about if I drop my lawyer now and that? And then they said, well, even if you dropped your lawyer, you're less than six months away. Now I'm less than 30 days away, so I may have to be forced to take it. And I am so mad because they followed me to doctor's appointment, everything. I mean, one guy was in scrubs, and he saying he was there to um, take the doctor's lunch order. And then he sat down in the waiting room, and then I was getting sleepy while he was playing with his cell phone, and he was hitting me. I, well, I worked in the so doctor's office for a I year. They don't work people, that way. <laughs> the secretaries would be I hear people on this, You know, I hear people on the line say, you know, with all due respect to the justice, you know, the justice system, and, you know, go do this and go do that. And... And I think, you know, from everything we've heard on these lines, we could pretty much rest assured a thousand percent that there is no avenue. I mean, we're not going to give up. We're not going to quit. We're not going to give up, right? We're not going to off ourselves. We're going to keep fighting until they murder us. But the reality is every single avenue of, uh, you know, redress is bastardized to the point of it being virtually useless and you wasting your time. Well, yeah, a lot of them are paid off. And there was a Brian Reed, and you can look him up, at Hines, VA, Illinois, and he helped screw me over. And i written, now I can say this boldly as I can because the guy retired. I did a, an authorized commitment on Dr. Paluski, who was Office of Research Oversight, they were implanting RFIDs in individuals way before it became part of the Obama law. And these are not simple RFIDs that locate you. They contain medical information, everything. They, they were even at the hospital I worked at, um, Milwaukee VA, they specialized in spinal cord injury. So they were even practicing on doing um, remote control, controlled surgery for military people when they get hurt out on the field to stabilize them so they can get help. 
and these, these yeah, RFIDs are killing 22 veterans a day. Now, this falls under CFR 4546. I mean, there's federal laws on this. CFR 4546 all has to do with human experimentation, and there's, and there's a bunch of other federal laws on it. Even though it's administrative law, if you found the right lawyer to prosecute them, fine. But what it is is Hines, Illinois, going back to what you say, Five years ago, Phoenix, Arizona, got busted. They only prosecuted one paper pusher. All the doctors that had the hit list and the nurses that knew about it, they got a pay raise. Obama gave them a freaking pay raise that year. And they said, oh, they weren't allowed their bonuses. I used to work in budget, too, when I worked at the VA. Some of these doctors get bonuses, 30, 40, 50,000 a year. So they're getting bonus money more than what we make. And they're aiding in the bed these terrorist doctors that are in there, and they hate white people. That was another thing. That was a Hispanic girl that told me. And she was a TI, I call her a TI perp. I don't talk to her anymore. And she's from Wisconsin. And she's a Hispanic girl, and she said she hated white. And I'll regret, um, you know, being a conservative. So a lot of Democrats. I was in Milwaukee in my teens. That was a perpin perpin town. It's a perpin town, and that's where a lot of the experiments are coming out of is Milwaukee and Chicago. Oh, you want to know oh, what's scarier yet? Dr. Dean oh. Rosenberg did a lot of the implants for um, Project Soulcatcher on the eye. It's just like a silicone chip. They'll pretend they're putting eye drops in your eyes, and then as soon as you close your eyes, they'll tell you to close your eyes. It automatically applies to your optical nerve, and your optical nerve runs down into your spinal cord. So that's how they can see through your eyes. And now Dr. Dean Rosenberg is here in freaking SA, San San Antonio. He's still practicing, but they got a lot of... Does it make sense to use the... They don't want us to go after the people who are being paid to destroy us. They want us to leave. Oh, yeah. leave them. They, I love it where they talk you know, to you know, me. Like, you know, when I was hit by that 50-ton Mack trash truck point blank directly in my door panel, uh, you know, somehow I, I, as a lawyer, I didn't even think these people are insured 1 million SIR. There's clear liability here. Any normal person, even a non-lawyer, would have screamed bloody murder and said, take me to the hospital. But they'd been chasing me around with those trucks. I was scared. I was homeless. My car was my only home. And, I, you know, I wouldn't go to the hospital. The cop wanted me to. I wouldn't let him tow the car away. It was my only place to sleep. So, you know, I definitely went the wrong way on that. But if yeah. I'd gone to hospital, who knows what they would have done to me at the hospital. Well, yeah, because I went back two, three days later, two days later. I went, uh, this happened on July 30th, and then I went back on the 1st. Well, I went to this, first I went to back to the same place but a different location, and I had to sign a waiver and saying that, you know, they weren't liable for me and stuff like that um, because I had, like, a lot of nerve damage in my two middle fingers and in my legs and stuff like that. And I was already a spinal cord injury patient. And um, anyway, when I 
went to the original place the same day after the second place made me sign it, and I heard him talk to the doctor. They go to radiology. I went to radiology. They said, no, you got to redo an intake. That same freaking blonde-haired nurse, freaking, um, the doctor said, oh, it shouldn't be a problem. Um, get in the gown, and then, um, you know, we'll actually, you know, get you into doing an MRI instead of a CT. And before I got into the gown, and then he just started talking to me again, and then that blonde-haired nurse interrupted and said, oh, I need to speak to you right away. She got in a little corner where there were three officers, and there was no more rooms, and they were all upset because when I left, I checked the door handles. And anyway, she showed him the freaking cell phone. Then after that, he came back. And then he said, oh, you can get me anytime, even though I ain't your doctor. I'll help you out anytime. And then he says, oh, you're just drug-seeking and blase, blase. I says, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm here for an MRI. I want to know if I have whiplash and a concussion. My trunk, I could almost touch my fucking front seat. I got rear-ended at 45 miles an hour by a big F-250 truck that had the bigger grill and that bumper guard on it. I mean, a huge bumper guard on it. And uh, they're saying, oh, you don't have no whiplash, no concussion. (laughs) Yeah, the fix was in even at the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then get this. I found out when I finally did get my MRI, my first level fusion from my domestic violence incident. Oh, jeez. take, and I have... um, they're calling it degenerative disc disease. I have another uh, messed up disc in the middle of my back. But the four that I got from the domestic violence incident, plus one of my lower back in coccinia, which is like permanent tailbone damage, they said that was degenerative disc disease. And what it is is I know my ex-husband's first wife, who was married to her less than a year, became an outlaw why he was married to her. But anyway, they're, they're part of the problems with the gangs, if you understand the, the low-life criminals that are involved in it. Um, but anyway, on the domestic violence incident, I had a permanent restraining order on my husband at the time, and they took it away from me and gave it to him, even though he was in an imminent danger. And I had a sheriff telling me and my lawyer, I hired a lawyer, and he was telling me domestic violence laws and adultery are only laws in the book they no longer enforce. And here they aided and abetted a bunch of bastard kids that never went to the state of Wisconsin for child support. Then I got this freaking T.I. perp that's from the Midwest telling everybody freaking lies about me and everything. But anyway, I don't even want to go into that. But going back to the court system, they are totally messed up. Because if I can have four or five discs messed up in my tailbone, I got four in my neck, and you only got seven, and they took away my permanent restraining order. One time when they came out, I had a small bruise and scratch. They said, oh, well, you got to wait till um, we have further proof. I don't know if that happened here or not. I said, well, get a bruise machine. That's when they did the major damage. Then they even lied on the police report, and said I fell down the stairs, but then because they separated my husband, the lady cop that took care of me, I had lacerations because I got pushed 10 feet 
because you had to see the way our house was designed. It was like through the garage in the laundry room, and then it opens up to the living room. Well, he pushed me, and I went through two doorways. I had lacerations on both my wrists and everything, and she could even see and took pictures of where I landed and everything. And then then I don't know what the hell they did with her police report. <laughs> I went, what the hell did she take all these pictures for? I even asked her, she got a bruise machine. So I kept asking her, do I got stuff on my butt? But I do have it when I went to the emergency room a couple of days after my domestic violence incident. I had a bruise on my butt that was like four to six inches wide by six to eight inches long. And it took almost two months for it to heal. So the 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 whole thing is messed up. My ex-husband, or my husband at the time when the domestic violence happened, he just got a small fine of $300 and then had to take anger management classes. Well, hey, um, let's see, it's about midnight right now. I'd like to read off some good supplements uh, one of our fellow TIs has put together all of her protocol of what she does to keep herself going. She's certainly been under major duress, like most everybody is these days. So, um, As I said earlier, it really helps to know which companies are putting out better products because some of this stuff out there might have a pretty label on a bottle and it's really a bunch of stuff that's not good for you. Things like magnesium stearate. So uh, a good source of um, probiotics for good intestinal flora comes from Garden of Life, which also makes uh, some raw vitamin <coughs> products. They have a, what's called raw probiotics. And they also have a, let's see, their main label says women 50 and wiser. And then they have one that's men 50 and wiser. Uh, They also make a raw enzyme complex with 22 different enzymes in it. For anybody who uh, isn't taking blood thinners, you can use what's called proteolytic enzymes to get your red blood cells to come apart and not be all stacked up like coins, which is what I see under a microscope all the time from all the radio frequency exposure that we're all dealing with in these times. (laughs) As far as uh, Melinda bringing up things on the, um, you know, what if the, the systems all collapsed and we were on our own and maybe you got some candles and toilet paper and You know, what would be in your medicine cabinet? Definitely oregano oil. So our fellow TI here says she uses two drops of oregano oil daily. Uh, It doesn't take much. It's very concentrated. So you buy a bottle of it, it's going to last you probably a couple of years. And it's not overly expensive. There was some that comes from Greece that's very, very strong. So anyway, uh, with anything more, it's not always better. And with essential oils, they're so concentrated, you 
put a couple of drops in some water, uh, it would burn your skin if you put it on your skin and left it there. And then another product that I'm just learning more about that is apparently very miraculous is uh, oil of asparagus. So anybody who wants to check into that, um, maybe Huggy Bear will come on the call and give us a little rundown of what that is. Uh, grapefruit seed oil, I guess would be grapefruit seed extract. And she's using glutathione. There's many sources of Getting glutathione, apparently after you're 40, you don't produce as much of the human growth hormone. All I can say is, you know, going through Lyme disease and everything, uh, using ImmunoPro-RX non-denatured whey protein, which means it wasn't heated up too much to destroy the, the processes that give you glutathione, which is a precursor to make human growth hormone, uh, that the difference was so night and day, if I had to come up with $30 every month to pay for it so I could take it every day, uh, it, it's what helped me get through building houses while having Lyme disease, which is pretty crazy. A lot of people are in bed, and some of them can't even get up to go brush their teeth and make themselves something to eat. Uh, she's also mentioning astaxanthin. Never heard of this one. 12 milligrams twice daily. If she's around, maybe she would care to elaborate on that. Um, Biotin, 5,000 milligrams for skin, nails, and hair, uh, which are still in excellent condition except for microwave burns, she says. Triiodine, which contains potassium iodide. She's taking that twice daily. Uh, again, you know, go on the YouTube channel, look out, FA, F-A, Charlie, with an IE on the end. And he talks about uh, making a saturated solution. So considering that we do want to get rid of this sporotrichosis, uh, fungus being used to hold in uh, implants and more stuff that he's going into, I won't go into, now that you can see on some of his later YouTube posts. And none of, none of his you know, YouTube videos are super long or anything, so you're not going to end up with a two-hour video that you've got to sit there and listen to. He gets pretty to the point and gets done in 15 or 20 minutes with all his videos. I think he's a real asset to the TI community, uh, and people are getting good reports. So as far as potassium iodide, uh, I would go for the powder so that you can make a saturated solution because it'll be multi-purpose. Um, people are reporting doing Epsom salt baths uh, for a couple of weeks with four or five cups of Epsom salt in an average size bath and sitting in it for 45 minutes to an hour and taking the potassium iodide saturated solution uh, and also the um, oregano oil. Just using those three things in his protocol 
people are seeing this fungus die and peel off their skin. And so he has to... uh, I'm going to say, I'm just multitasking, watching the chat room, too. Let's see. Um, Any ideas what I can do if they destroy the left hand? What's my next move? Yeah, no, at this point, I'd like to just keep the keep the call uh, in topics that are going to be beneficial to everybody. So I'd like to get finished with reading through this protocol. Like I said, you can look up Tachyon and you can go to purezone.com and you'll find a lot of really good information there and anything that you can bring back to the table that might help other people. Uh, one thing I, I think, can suggest I just looked is it, up and it didn't say anything about regenerating bone or recreating bone while I was listening to the other woman talk about domestic violence and truck crashes and all the other stuff, I was trying to just ask, what can I do if I lose both the second hand in addition to the first hand? That was my question. Yeah, I've told you to research Tachyon and to go to CureZone.com. While she was talking, I did. Well, good. Um... Just, you know, when we have 100 people sitting here on the call, we've got to go through some things that that are going to be helpful to everybody. So um, there's another product that's being used for bone loss called Biosil, B-I-O-S-I-L. And taking that over a year period caused 30% of bone density to come back, which is apparently pretty significant. So... You know, it's like you don't go out and pour a 20-pound bag of fertilizer on a plant and it's going to turn into Jack and the Beanstalk and grow up to the stars overnight. It's a matter of putting things in in the correct small amounts that they're required to get the end result that you're going to get over a period of time. So, you know, generally a frog in hot water... Uh, would hopefully realize they're in hot water that's getting hotter and they would start to develop some things to get the heat to dissipate off them. Uh, And that's what I'm suggesting here is that these things that are happening to all of us, I mean really the whole world, I don't know how it is for other people out there if you're finding people to be more in a kind of a stupor and withdrawn and not very sociable, um... You know, we're all breathing the air that's got the chemtrails with lithium and other bad stuff in it. Uh, So there's a slow degradation happening to all of us. And, of course, those of us that are exposed to direct energy weapons, uh, it's accelerated. So if you're seeing your mental clarity uh, going away slowly and, and your memory and your physical stamina, that's enough to majorly pay attention to implementing some of these things that are going to help your body. So I'll just finish up what she has here. Um, She's saying she takes two capsules of garlic twice a day. I don't know if this is right here. It says SMS capsules. I don't know what SMS is. Maybe it's MSN that she meant to put. 
Uh, she's probably not the typo kind of person. She's pretty accurate. Omega-3 uh, from wild fish oil. Omega-3, 6, and 9 from plant sources like alfalfa. Both omegas are vitally necessary. Um, this was another product that I found when I took flaxseed oil. And the main company for the organic stuff is Barleyans, B-A-R-L-E-A-N-S. Uh, going through building houses with Lyme disease, I have to say that the flaxseed oil was something that gave me more stamina. So the omega-3, 6, and 9s are really important. And then selenium, she mentions, uh, mentions as a, a trace element that we need to get some of. She's taking 5,000 milligrams of D3 a day. And then she puts plus K2 Solgar. I don't know what that is. Uh, magnesium. You want to stay away from magnesium stearate. It actually weakens the immune system. So we don't need that. I personally go for magnesium malate, M-A-L-A-T-E, from Source Naturals out of Santa Cruz. Um, nothing but good reviews on that company. Niacin. She's taken 500 milligrams time release to control LDL cholesterol. She says she also drinks fresh, fresh squeezed lemonade as her drink of choice, only sweetened with stevia. Okay, well, I, I've gotten some new information. Uh, stevia does one thing, can't remember what it is right now, but something called xylitol, X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. Uh, by one of our fellow TIs has reported that xylitol has shown in research studies to kill many parasites. Uh, it's not expensive or anything. It, it's equivalent to using sugar. Um, so if you put a teaspoon of sugar in something, you you could put a teaspoon of xylitol and you would get the same sweetening effect Apparently, the parasites are drawn to the sweetness, and then the xylitol kills them. Uh, there's a video that I don't have up on this computer, um, but there is some information out there on YouTube about it from from some doctor researchers that, that found something that sounds like it's a real benefit. Uh, as far as lemon goes, uh, under an electron microscope, it's the only substance that spins counterclockwise, whatever that means. Uh, it's a cleanser, and it's also an alkalinizer. Any juices that you buy in the store have to go through being pasteurized, so they're cooked, which can make them acid, and of course take the live enzymes that are majorly beneficial to, to your health. Uh, will actually kill all that stuff. So the fresh lemons really is important. If you can get a good deal somewhere on a bag of lemons, it's very clean, very cleansing, and also will alkalinize you. And being acid uh, creates a, a scenario in your body that allows a lot of parasites to thrive. So... 
You don't want that. You want to be alkaline. You can get litmus paper for maybe 10 bucks on a little roll and, you know, put a little bit of spit on it or a little bit of pee and check your body fluids and it'll turn a color and then you look on the chart and the chart tells you what your pH is. Uh, being at 7.0 neutral is favorable um, and people that get sick end up going much more acid. So uh, if it's 6.0 or 5.5, that's really serious, and it's a, definitely something to not ignore. You want to work towards taking things that will bring your pH back to neutral 7.0. <clears throat> she says here she drinks daily pure green tea, pure as she can find, kefir, unflavored and unsweetened for probiotics, which she puts a little bit of vanilla and honey in. And she uses kombucha, which is K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A, made locally that she brings her reusable bottles to fill up weekly. She eats three pounds of sauerkraut each week. She pickles her own beets and with the juice, pickle local organic hard-boiled eggs. She makes her own pickles and chow chow, which is a variety of pickled vegetables in a turmeric sauce. A turmeric apparently is a pretty magic herb. She also pickles with spices and herbs, fresh picked mushrooms each fall and uses them throughout the year. In the fall, she dries mushrooms, which she picks and uses through the year. So she says, as you can see by now, I live close to nature and as much off the land in non-polluted lands. I'm happiest and healthiest living like my ancestors and family that did for hundreds of years before me. She does practice a lot of indigenous folk medicine and rarely gets ill, uh, even with the severe, intense electronic and chemical targeting that she's dealing with most of the time. Um, very strong lady here who's sharing this with us. Uh, let's see. She says, I'm determined to live every moment to its fullest. I have more reasons to live than to die, so nothing is being made easy for the perpetrators and terrorists who try to control my life. They do not always succeed. This is homeland terrorism. I'm being terrorized with torture and pain, and this is my homeland. I may live in a death chamber, a concentration camp without barbed wire, but, however, I'm totally free and spend most of my waking hours away from my apartment as far away in areas where no cell phones have service. She estimates that she's been targeted intently and extensively since 1996. She was probably watched for many years prior to that as she looks back on her her life timeline. She says, I don't think that I would be living today if I didn't do all that I've done on a regular basis. It's so expensive to live uh, being legally blind, just that it is to live as a healthy target. So uh, this is coming from a lady who doesn't have good use of her eyes, and they've really put her through some unspeakable hell and uh, you know, I just see that she's taking care of her temple, which keeps her mind clear, 
She's very uh, consistent in character, very centered, and very active in doing a variety of things. So if you find yourself stuck in the inertia like many of us get, where you have all these things to do at home and you're not getting out and doing a variety of things, you know, get your butt up off the couch, turn off that computer and or TV or whatever else uh, might be killing a lot of your time and get out there and get some sunshine in your eyes and some exercise. She says, I hope that the time I've spent sharing my thoughts with you will help even one person. Then my mission's been successful. Have a wonderful day in some way. If you do not, it's like you never lived. Love, thoughts, hope, and stay strong from Luda, also known as the Happy Knitter. Okay, so I have that to share. Um, just off the top of my head, I'd just like to mention that, you know, there's plenty of reasons for people to be depressed. If you find yourself not having a lot of physical stamina uh, and being depressed or having mood swings or crying really easy, uh, it is a possibility of having adrenal exhaustion. So there's a, a company that makes glandular products called Standard Process Labs. Uh, you won't find this stuff in health food stores. It's sold through licensed practitioners. Uh, you can get it on eBay and Amazon, a variety of their products. But the practitioners are extensively trained in how to test all of the body systems and find out what's going on in the body and what things might need a little boost. And so Standard Process Labs raises organic cows. And as it turns out, the particular glands and organs that they harvest, plus, plus you know other formulas with concentrated fruits and vegetables and a variety of you know herbology stuff. Uh, this company is just amazing. Um, they saved my life. I was going to die from adrenal exhaustion. Uh, I was so close to dying. It wasn't funny. My heart was pounding really super loud and whether that was induced through frequency technology being aimed at me in 1992 or adrenal exhaustion as a side effect from having Lyme disease with uh, you know six different types of infections and thousands of viruses is that scenario it creates. Uh, <clears throat> for whatever reason, um, I found about, I think, 20 to 30% when I did a poll last week about having urinary tract-type symptoms. So uh, whether something is pathogenic-related or frequency-related, uh, there is a good possibility that people's kidneys are being attacked and uh, there's a lot of pathogenic stuff that's around uh, that could cause urinary tract problems. I know four of us male TIs that have been through this kind of stuff. Um, for me, it's been trial and error using a Rife machine 
with frequencies to go after typical pathogens like E. coli, that would cause a urinary tract infection, and Pseudomonas and Klebsiella, uh, just to throw the names out there, there's more than just those, but at any rate, what I ended up coming down to, I'll mention, um, is using food-grade hydrogen peroxide. There are bacteria that thrive in oxygen, and there are bacteria that die in the presence of oxygen. So aerobic bacteria thrives in oxygen, anaerobic dies in it. And so studying uh, pathogens that would cause urinary tract infections, I came down to one thing called Lophomonas blatarum, uh, known from the medical industry as lophomoniasis, and that's L-O-P-H-O uh, is the beginning of the spelling. Uh, anyway, these are found in uh, the palmetto bugs in Florida or cockroaches in general. The infections first showed up or were discovered in about 1860, but none of the microbiology people or labs have really done much research into it, so there's no DNA sequencing information, so I couldn't get frequencies for it, but it was an anaerobic bacteria. And so based on symptoms uh, and trial and error, using the Rife machine for all the other UTI infection stuff, um, I ended up seeing this one pathogen with you know, no answer, but taking antibiotics that may or may not work, uh, the finding out that it dies in oxygen, I started putting six to eight drops of 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide in about four ounces of water, which is fairly strong. 35% will burn your your skin white, and if it got in your eyes, it would blind you. So it's uh, got to be respected with safety glasses or goggles and gloves and uh, the formula for making food-grade peroxide, which doesn't have harmful stabilizers, is to take 10.5 to 11 ounces of water out of a gallon of water, pour 10.5 ounces into what's left of that gallon of water, and that'll give you one gallon of 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide. Um, for female infections, it's in the peroxide book, that you can take that 3% and make it 50-50 by adding more water. So you would make it down to 1.5%, and you can use that as a douche. And uh, I've passed this information on to women through the years, and I uh, had a few of them come back and say, thank you, you know, this thing that just wouldn't go away, finally went away. So uh, in some cases using H2O2, um, which is food-grade peroxide, you could get major benefit. And I'm just mentioning that because I am getting results and getting a little bit more stamina and not having so much urinary tract symptoms. But anyway, back to the kidney adrenal things, since it's all related, your adrenals are sitting on top of your kidneys, uh, the signs and symptoms of 
adrenal exhaustion can be, you know, severe depression, not that you don't have reasons to be sad or, or get angry, but you see mood swings, less physical stamina. You know, obviously this symptomology could lap over into so many other possible things, which is why I, you know, read somewhat of a disclaimer in the beginning of the call uh, when I turn on the recording, because each person's different. I don't want anybody to take something casually and then, you know, not do whatever they might have done to find out what was causing the particular problems that people are going through. But uh, anyway, Drenamin from Standard Process Labs, it's D-R-E-N as in now, A-M as in Mary, I-N as in now, uh, is the Standard Process product for supplementing adrenals. If you have adrenal exhaustion, you eat a little bit of food and you take one of these and chew it up and take a little water with it. And in 20 minutes, I felt like a wilting flower that had just been watered and started coming back to life. And uh, this is what they told me. So through using what's called muscle testing or contact reflex analysis, uh, the guy was able to test different organs. So you find naturopaths that know how to do muscle testing. It's very, very accurate, and it's a a real science that, you know, is studied to understand the depth of it. So anyway, I was actually muscle tested that showed adrenal exhaustion. I took the Drenamin and perked up. I mean, my attitude, my emotions, and physical strength. So if you think you're dealing with a possibility of adrenal exhaustion, then I just wanted you to know about that product. And somewhere a long time ago, I read an article about uh, the remote neural monitoring hookup and how somehow that the way that that's hooked up uh, could be causing stress on one of the kidneys. I think it was the right side. I don't remember for sure, but I do remember going through that when they first started making it pretty obvious that they were attacking me hardcore. I don't want to take the whole round of call, but... Somebody got their speakerphone on. Anyway, let's see. Do I have Luda here? Oh, hey, Neil. Yes. Oh, it's been a while. It's Corinne. Um, I'm from Forestville, Queens. Last time I spoke with you, I was on a business trip in Las Vegas with my husband. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you, you helped me a lot because um, I had just, got there and I had to deal with a lot of stuff that week and uh, I was just haven't been on the call so I just wanted to say hello and um, you know see how you were doing and feeling because when I spoke with you that night it, it was bad you you didn't feel good at all um, and your energy was really down you said and you were tired a lot so I hope you're feeling better I am. I'm actually starting to get there, and I'm, you know, it's been a ton of research, but 
you know, sometimes we find things happen in our lives and you 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 know, your tenacity pays off and you persevere and you gain information that becomes very beneficial. Uh so if you're going through something, uh, be assertive, go get information and find answers and then you get to share them with other people, which is something I've seen happen with me. So times when I thought I was going to die uh, yeah. over what I've been through, yeah. I told myself, yeah. you can't die. You're going to be able to share stuff with people. Yeah, you saw, I, re- I remember um, how you felt. And you and it, on a medical, you know, level, on a physical level, um, it wasn't good. And, um, you know, I, I had spoken to you and I was dealing with stuff that was uh, overt and um, on more of an emotional level, like uh, the harassment, the stalking, the bad-mouthing and all that. And yours at that time was on a physical level. Um, so I was glad to hear that uh, you found something that's helping you get a little bit more energy and and feeling a little bit better. I mean, you deserve it. I yeah. I just can't believe it's going on. And I, I just can't believe that human beings would participate and say, yeah, I'll get a gift card, I'll do this, or I'll take a few bucks, sure, I'll do this. I mean, you've you got to be a real low-life sicko to do that. You really do. It's true. You know? Yeah, and they, that's why they people. put them in front of you. <laughs> you know, like, I, I wouldn't run into these people on the street the way that I do every day. They're put there for me to run into on the street. They're put in my apartment building. I mean, not all of them, but two of them. I mean, I don't even think they would live here if they weren't doing what they were doing. Well, it's true. I mean, it's sad to find out how many people would take orders and do pretty unspeakable stuff over somebody that's posing as an authority. Yeah. The the psychological effects of how many people would actually just do what they were told and take the money. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you scratch your head and say, hey, you're paying me to harass and stalk this person? If they were doing all this stuff, they'd be arrested by now. Why aren't you at their door? You know, that's like something that I would say. But um, I, I personally, I, I think that they know exactly what they're doing, what their intentions are, and they don't care. They really don't care as long as it's not happening to them or their family. They don't care. And um, I've I've seen it from all walks of life from poverty-stricken all the way up to upper-middle class. And, um, you know, it just, you kind of scratch your head and say, really, are you that sick that you would do that to me? Uh, It's really bad. It's disappointing, but we're, we're also dealing with thought form overlays and frequency responsive connections that are coming from supercomputer artificial intelligence. And, I mean, uh, this is just so out there sci-fi, but... Oh, totally, totally, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I mean, it's um, one person, a really nice lady who's no longer on Facebook, but I, I actually got to know her, and she's really 
amazing woman, Lee Dennis. Uh, I, actually, I wish that she was back on Facebook. But she, she, sadly, she's been going through this for years. And she said, said if you could describe it in one, you know, in, in a book title, what would it be? And she said, a Stephen King novel. It was uh, on sci-fi. That's what she said. So I could, <laughs> I could see that. It was, yeah, it, it's ridiculous is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing human nature not act like itself. There, there may have been a percentage of psychopathic predisposition type people in the last 50 years on the planet, but it was such a small amount. It wasn't really showing up as the major trauma as it is now. Uh, I was looking at a statistics paper, mm-hmm. and it was saying, it, I guess, you know, speculating. I'm not sure how they got the information, but that there's about 7.5 million Americans in uh, that are in this TI program. I I completely agree with that. You know, I felt like they were lowballing it for a really long time, and I never quite understood that. I I had done statistics and research with it that people were saying up to 3.75 million, and I said if you think it's 3.75 million, quadruple that. 10 times that, because that's really what it is. There's 4 billion people in this world. And trust me, there's way more than when people were saying, oh, there's 10,000 or there's, you know, 300,000. No, there's millions. There's millions. Millions. I mean, I'm sorry. How many people people are... uh are actually being used and how much of it is automated. So <clears throat> things like this sporotrichosis fungus that look out for Charlie on YouTube is deeply researched and showing that people are uh, not having much targeting symptoms after they get rid of it. Oh. Pretty oh. interesting, you know. It's important to do everything we could possibly do. To help our- now, Neil, let me ask you, do you, I get tremendous, tremendous amount of overt stalking and harassment for six years. Like, I can't walk out my door without being screamed out, a uh, prostitute, a uh, loser, a psycho, uh, mental, um, uh, you name it, commit suicide, uh, you name it. I can't walk out my door without six years without a day going by that that's not done. And do you do you get that, or or maybe you're like defiant and you're assertive that it doesn't happen to you, or? No, I do. I, I, was, I do. I mean, I get okay. the thoughts, and and I'm just like, you know what? I caught that subliminal thought, and I know that it wasn't my own. And and if you guys have enough okay. nerve to kill me, then you're going to have one really pissed off ghost on the other side that's going <laughs> to torment you, you know. And the mm-hmm. truth is, there's something about torturing people and keeping them alive. I hear in the the dark cults that they can actually harvest the energy, and I've heard okay. of their stories. So the, there's motives about doing that, but I think. 
if you kill a whole bunch of people in a really bad way, that the history of ghosts uh, where somebody dies in a bad way or, you know, was murdered so they lost their mm-hmm. life against their will, that mm-hmm. some part of them sticks around and makes it clear that they don't like the people that are in that house or whatever. You know, this is haunted house stuff. It's for real. And so based on that phenomena, when they start doing things like, oh, you're going to have a flat tire or this is going to happen. Right, happen. right. Yeah, I just go, that's not what I choose. Not. That's all. No, um, the word that's that I not. use is I'm no criminal. I have no void. I don't have to... And I, I actually just say it as that. I'm no criminal. I have no void. I don't have to hurt people, harass, stalk, or harm, or threaten people in my daily life. I live my life very well, I might add, and in a very enriched way with my family and friends. And I was always very prone to not isolating myself. That was very important to me because I felt like they wanted to take away my husband, they wanted to take away my family and have me, you know, extremely angry at them or mad and, you know, this is going on, why don't you believe me? And I never dealt with that. I was like, this isn't my circus and you're not my monkeys. And we're a really great group of people that I chose in my life to be surrounded by, and you're not taking that away from me. You're actually breaking the law, and you're very sick people for wanting to do that in the first place. So I've always stuck very strongly on that subject for six years um, as I go through this. And I just wanted to know, like, had you dealt with that? And it sounds like you have. You know, the constant harassment, and even when I go to work, I mean, I get, oof, holy shit. (laughs) I mean, people are screaming out my name, and I'm insane, and she's a psycho, and she's strange. And I'm literally, like, attentive, hardworking, doing my job, getting paid, and all this is going on around me and I breathe deeply, and I get high anxiety, and I feel like I want to leave, but I say, no, I I have to do this because I'm not doing anything wrong, and I have to be paid. And so that's that's how it works. But, you know, they do try to terrify you and intimidate you and abuse women. They, They do try to do that a lot. And I noticed it in the work, even on my lunch break. They sit on my lunch break, and they're, like, really nasty. And I'll be talking about work stuff with my boss, and they'll be, like, really nasty and rude and condescending, and I just have to work through it, you know? And that's a shame. That's a shame that I even have to be in that situation. You had to gain enough confidence in yourself to hold your center and yeah. what they're yeah. doing is I wrong. Have to. So, you I know, have to. it's causing us to become better people. And if you if you remove this duress and all of a sudden it was all just gone, 
you would find yourself to be like a superhuman. This right. is how much, you know, this is why I honor right. everybody on these calls because we've all been through unspeakable hell and we've been challenged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's made us stronger oh. and better people. It's the only way we could survive. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, that, that that was one thing that, like, I really struggled with. I had, um, I, 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 they call it dream manipulation. I call it dream rape. And I've had it for the last two years now, every single night that I go to sleep. And I know it's so sick and it's so fucked up and it's so disgusting. And, like, I have to wake up to that and, you know, pour my coffee, walk my dog, get showered, get dressed, and go to work like any normal human being. And they don't know what V2K is. They don't know what dream rape is. They don't know what the harassment and the stalking that I go through. They have absolutely no clue. And I go into work, and there it is again, you know. And it's a constant reminder of, like, how sick they are and how criminalistic they are. And I just have to get through it. But sometimes it can be really hard, I have to say. Sometimes it can be really difficult with that dream rape stuff. I don't know if you deal with that, but um, that can be tough because, like, you want to wake up on the right side of the bed and you want to start your day. And, you know, I I actually went from a full-time position to a part-time position because of this. I can't, you know, like, you're not supposed to blame anybody for why you do things or make excuses for why you do things. But I I am putting blame on that, actually. I I went from full-time to part-time, and that's a shame. You know, and I know I have to get back to full-time, and I know I have to do more and and get get going more in a full-time direction, but it can be difficult. So... Do you deal with um, dream rape and what they call dream manipulation? I created something called the Dream Shield about four years ago based on information on a shielding call. Wow. It was just taking an electric motor and some speaker wire. I mean, just a little hobby motor. You could run off two AA batteries. Okay. It has to be a motor with brushes in it because that makes it pulse which creates frequency. And then I put a a speed controller on it, which is called a PWM, or Pulse Width Modulator. And it's just a little $7 PC board off Amazon or eBay that will run a battery-powered motor. And then I turned it down to where it was at about 8 pulses per second, or 8 hertz, because I wanted to get as close to 783 as I could, and so a couple of us out of the all the r and d calls uh decided to make a little unit that would be all solid state, so it didn't need a little motor spinning to make the pulse and so we've designed and built a a frequency generator that's programmable, and we've put a wow. a daytime circuit in it and a sleep circuit and do you we're actually sell, do you sell it. Do you sell it? Yeah, we do. Um, it's oh. under, 
Oh, and that's not bad. No, that's not bad. <laughs> it runs that's not through bad a list. Well, wow. it's got, you know, basic therapeutic frequencies from therapeutic frequency lists that I had because of all my research and use in Rife machines. Uh, Do you and go through actually, PayPal, Neil? What's that? Do you go through PayPal? Like, if you wanted to purchase it online, Do yeah, you go through um, PayPal? You just use my email address on PayPal and... Oh, and yeah, I want to try this for the for the night. I want to try it for the sleep. I would love to experiment with that. I've been dealing with that for two years straight. And it's a way of, like, you know, provoking you and, like, waking up droggy and not feeling right and, like, having to, you know, kind of shake it off and everything else. And, you know, it's... It can be difficult. I what what's your email, Neil? What's that? What's your email with the PayPal so I know oh, with the account? It's electric rose, like the flower twenty two. Okay. So it's electric rose twenty two at yahoo dot com. Okay. And you know, basically. After this wow. guy, this guy on a shielding call said, you know, just take a little motor and hook a couple of AA batteries up to it and run a wire off the two connections on the motor and, you know, make a headband around your head. So and I did you do it in your home? Uh, yeah, I mean, I experimented with doing the headband thing, and then I ended up just putting the wire under my pillow the results okay. were the very first night I had super vivid dreams that were my own. Ah. And I noticed remembering my dreams. So basically we decided to have a day circuit for particular frequencies that are therapeutic and help to counteract and balance uh, huh. what you're being challenged with. And because we needed enough power to come out of it, we didn't want the power to be coming back onto the person's body and expose them to more EMFs. So, right. so right. we used we used mu metal to make a shield on the back side. So during wow. the, during the day, you just wear the thing, you know, like up on your collar, under your shirt, with the flashing light facing outwards. And then at night, you just take this little unit. It's a little smaller than a pack of cigarettes size. Okay. And just put it under your pillow. And there's a little push-button thing on the bottom. You push on that like four times, and it switches over to sleep mode. And sleep mode is running you through the specific frequencies ah. found in the human brain through the stages of, of sleep. And the correct the normal stages, not yeah, being in the right order, and and we're actually we were lucky in the programming capability. I mean, extensive program. There's 685 lines in the software program that are all programmable parameters. So the initial work was in tons of hours, but being able to make it so that it doesn't just go from one frequency to the next, it slowly slides into it. So it's more gentle on the human brain and more natural than than being slammed with something that's just on and then makes its change and 
hits you mm-hmm. with this thing. It, it's mm-hmm. like how long would the human brain sit and listen to one note on a guitar before it went, oh, I want to hear something else. And this is why I think music touches us so much because uh, you could mathematically boil every single note down to a particular frequency mm. or a harmonic of that note. <clears throat> and there's something about putting notes in a certain order, something about playing in different keys have different effects. Well, sure. Yeah, d- different sound, different melody. I play the piano. I really enjoy it. Um, I love to cook. Playing the piano is a distressor for me. I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I record myself and listen to it and change it up a bit and improvise. And music is beautiful. And it, and it really, you know, a friend of mine said, you should really uh, get uh, earbuds. You know, when they're screaming at you and they're saying shit and everything, you should just throw on uh, some music and, and listen to earbuds. And I said, well, I don't feel like that's fair to my dog or to me. I want my dog to have a beautiful walk with me. And I don't want to tune him out because there's a few mentally disturbed people that don't mind hurting human beings. I don't think that's fair. So I don't use the earbuds during the day. But would you suggest using them at night with your method of shielding, or you don't even need that music with what you're selling? No, I mean, I wouldn't say that. If you're accustomed to having music on, we we find that it's better here uh, with music on more than not. It definitely helps to break up the entrainment lock that they have on you. And, you know, like Dave Case put out this uh, CD with a variety of pretty erratic frequencies. Got it. Yep, got it, used it, tried it. Um, It's really hard. Um, It's very, it's really hard. It's really hard. I had a lot of stalking and a lot of harassment from a group of uh, workers that weren't doing their job. And so between that and the V2K, I put that on. But it was really tough, I have to say. And so then I just changed it up where I did my work from home and I put on jazz music really, really loud on these um, headphones that David Case that get 25 hertz. And that actually helped me personally more than his CD. Um, The headphones that he recommended were really high in volume, and the jazz music is what I love, so I was able to do the best that I could. But I did film and video record those workers. I did. I put up security cameras and um, video and audio and got them on tape. And that was important to me because I said, there's no way that I'm spending 2000 a month to live here to have that happen to me. Nobody should have to deal with that or allow that in their home, ever. But his, his CD was tough. What do you think of it, Neil? What do I think of what? 
David Casey CD? Well, I mean, just the same thing you said. Because of being so sick, I couldn't handle uh, having my sleep disrupted. Yeah. So playing it yeah. at a reasonable volume, it was it was too. It was messing with me just falling asleep, and I needed to rest because I was so sick. Yeah. So I haven't managed to do it long enough to get results. Okay. Okay, so if you use it, because I only used it for seven days, how long did you use it when you felt like you had results? Well, I'm not saying I I have done it enough to get results, but other people are reporting within two weeks to a month. Okay. Okay. It took a while to entrain us and get us hooked up, and it takes a while to unentrain, apparently, is you know, the justification for why it takes the period of time it does. So, you know, some reports say in the beginning of obvious targeting, even though many of us look back and realize we're, you know, part of different programs like MK MKUltra, um, being messed with in our lives in a variety of ways. But when the targeting really was hardcore in the beginning, and you knew you were being hit with microwaves and it was a threat to your life, apparently that process breaks a person down. And then after they're broken down, that's when they can start the entrainment process. So that may be an answer as to why so many of us reported really being hit hard, you know, in the first couple of years of being targeting, Mm -hmm. targeted. Mm Thank you. Yeah, I definitely want to try to sleep uh, shielding. I've never, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I I have tried shielding in the past, but it was through Q-Wave, which was a company that was, like, really endorsing a lot of these things, and I spent $415 on this product, and I didn't find any results. And uh, I was standing by that. And then I said, you know what? I'm not doing any shielding. I'm not putting money into this. It doesn't work. I have to deal with it and videotape and audio tape what people can see and hear. And people are screaming at me. I mean, you know, they come right up to me. <laughs> and it's it's pretty bad. So I thought... Maybe I should, you know, try it again. Maybe I just didn't get the right equipment. You know, maybe it, I should give it another shot. So thank you. I, I'm i going to look into it because um, the sleep deprivation is definitely something that is, well, you, you get overtired, you get froggy, you have low energy, you want to sleep more, you know. It's a shame. I can't. Yeah, I can't hard. believe in 2017 that this is actually going on, and that people would sign up and do this to a human being. I think that was the hardest thing for me, was understanding that people would sign up and do this in 2017. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's hard to swallow, but when you consider uh, how many years this subtle technology has been used to influence people to vote a certain way 
mm-hmm. or do things mm-hmm. or how many people reported doing something that was out of their character. So something was overlaid into them and they did things that they wouldn't normally do. This has been reported to me uh, by people, but... Um, mm. lost my train of thought. Uh, you were saying that this was uh, a, a, a something that was happening to people over throughout the years, even in their voting, that oh, they yeah. were doing just, that. Just realizing the subtlety of us not realizing things like being able to influence people to vote a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could affect somebody's character with a subliminal thought while they're asleep to make them get up and vote a certain way, then you could also do the same thing subliminally to get some of these people that normally wouldn't do bad things against a stranger that they know nothing about, let alone not question so-called authority. Oh, yeah, that's one of the famous lines that they use, by the way, within the six years. They'll come up to me, and they'll literally walk up to me, and as they're walking past me in my face, say, we know, we know. And I say, "Uh, we know that you're illegally stalking and harassing me and that you're a criminal. Yes, we do know, and we know that you're fucked up for doing so. Yeah, we do know. But they they do that a lot, though. I say, we know that I'll be walking past the park and mothers will be with their children. And all the normal mothers are hanging out with their kids. And this one fucked up sick parenting mother will say, we know, we know. (laughs) But, you know, and it's, no, you don't know. Know that you're fucked up and disgusting. Yeah, hey, we're we're not supposed to use the F word on talk shows. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Well, it's certainly understandable for what we're going through, but... Oh, yeah, no, I won't do that again. I just, uh, that, when you said, um, you know, how they say that, it's, it's interesting because that, that's um, a scene that they use all around... Where I live. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got about 15 or 20 minutes left of the call. If there's anybody who has a question or a comment or a particular topic they'd like to elaborate on, hit star 8 on your phone and, and I'll unmute you. Neil, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, it's Linda. Hi, Linda. I'm calling, uh, I want to talk a little bit because I'm like almost dead and um, same with my sister and um, they're doing um, a lot of experimental stuff that we haven't heard about on the calls very much and I know I've been in this desperate kind of thing for a long time but I've never, I've never been uh, this uh, sick or um, I don't even know how to say that. I'm like almost completely taken over not just in my nervous system and my spine and my face and my speech, but in my neural pathways. And they're making, literally making me into a different person. I mean, literally changing everything about me. And I didn't think that that was possible. And they made some kind of big uh, study of me 
uh, genetically, and um, they're doing something called genetic sublimation. And I mean, I can really feel it, which is basically taking your genetic uh, profile and, um, you know, taking all your strong points and then just erasing them, deleting them out of your genetic profile. And uh, through the, the various weapons and through neuroscience, they, did, they made me do this neuroscience machines for months and months and months and months where they tested my brain in all these different scenarios over and over and over and over and over again. And um, and then broke my brain, like, how do you handle this crisis? And this would might be my answer. And they break it and then they run the scenario again. Now that that's broken, now how, how do you handle it? And then I would handle it and then they break that. And then they'd have me run the scenario again, like breaking all my um, my uh, decision-making abilities and um, how I would know there was a problem, assess the problem, handle the problem, and um, just uh, basically a de-evolution uh, process, which I didn't think was possible, but that's what they've been doing with me. And I'm I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And my brain is almost completely different. And um, which is really, really scary. And I, I know you've said to stand up and be strong. And believe me, if you had known me before targeting, you would have known that was not a problem for me. I mean, I was the only woman, and uh, I was the only uh, woman out of forty-five thousand engineers. So standing up for myself was something I definitely knew how to do. And um, but I'm, uh, I'm really damaged. So I'm, I'm saying this too because I, I don't know if my sister and I are going to be alive tomorrow or if we're going to be completely taken over tomorrow, or if we're going to be dead tomorrow. I don't really know. Linda, but we're Linda can yeah. I say something, please? Hi, hi Linda. Hi, hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. I'm, so, I'm very pleased to hear your voice, I, because, of course, I've been looking forward to hearing from you about the results of that Lyme test. Remember? Yeah, yeah. so I'm coming out positive for that. So right now, I'm. my doctor is... is um, uh, working up. Uh, I'm sorry, Linda. I'm so thrashed. I can understand it. Been been there, kinda. You know, you, you don't know yeah. how I've been with Lyme plus Babesia and yeah. plus plus. Yeah. I understand it totally. I had paralysis of the of the uh, facial muscles, bilateral foil, You know, and the aches and pains, of you know all the stuff. But but I'll tell you, you know, I got a lot better. Got a lot better. I like okay. pain free. Uh, and and clarity, uh, uh, much improved clarity of mind. So, so I know you said that. Well, it's true. I uh, I hope I hope that 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 this um, what they've got me on will will end up doing the the same thing for me. I'm mother. These perps. My sister has had a systemic infection. Yeah, go ahead, Linda. If you could just give me a couple of minutes here to pursue this. Uh, oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Not you know. I but anyway. So. So you're are you on antibiotics or something now? Please? Yeah. Yeah, hey. no I am. Hey, Linda. Which one? They've got me right now on uh tetracycline because they've I Holy moly. Have, that is that that is a that that I'll tell you has saved my life five times. Doxycycline. Okay. Is it tetracycline or is it doxycycline that you're on? Because I think it's just I think it's just the the tetracycline, and then my doctor's like, uh, you know, into nutrition and and detoxing. So he has me on some products. He makes his own products. Oh God, so I love your doctor. 
Yeah, yeah my doctor's really good, actually. He's a he was a, one of the first uh, integrative doctors out of Harvard, so he's trained in Western and he's trained in Eastern medicine. What absolute work that you found uh, found that. Yeah, he's person. he's been my doctor for twenty years. He's very he's a very good doctor. You might want to yeah. tell him to do some research that tetracycline will actually uh, allow mycoplasma to thrive. Uh-huh. Not good. Okay. He can go. I'll let to... I'll let him know. I'll let him know. <laughs> I have had a problem with mycoplasma plasma in the past. What was that? He would go to Institute for Molecular Medicine, which is Garth Nicholson. Okay. Who recommended doxycycline to get rid of the mycoplasmas, and it did help people okay. that got to it you know, early on. What kind of a Lyme disease test did you get? It was a DNA test. It was a D- I had some basic blood tests done. And then I went and I had a, a DNA test done that cost like five hundred dollars to do. Uh, was it was it through Igenics? Do you happen to know? I think that's what it was, Linda. I think that's what it right. was. That's right. It is. They're the best, and I'm friends with the uh, the owner, uh, uh, Nick Harris, whose oh, okay. son, by the way, Steve Harris, uh, is a doctor. After having Lyme disease himself, he set up practice, and he's in Redwood City treating Lyme patients. Managed okay. to make it through medical school with the help of his father, uh, uh, who was, uh, you know, has owns the lab. He used that his son as a kind of a guinea pig to perfect the tests that are now available to the rest of us. But the, with the help okay. of antibiotics and treatment, the, the kid made it through medical school and is now, you know, treating Lyme and other uh, vector-borne disease. Well, okay. Well, that that's what ended up happening. I did not have Lyme before, but my sister has had a systemic um, infection, some kind of some kind of weird variant of of staff of staff, um, and she's had it all her life. And I've always had an immunity to it. And my perp said that they and it's a horrible it's a horrible infection because it has all kinds of welts and oozing and and. It, it's you. You can't be around somebody who has this disease. It's it's so horrific. This infection. Anyways, my perp said that they were going to give me that disease, and then uh, the next day I had it. And I have it like I have it all over my back and my buttocks and my arms. And and now I'm. I have to do a pro. I mean, I know the protocol for it, but you can't get rid of it. I don't know how to get rid of it. And yeah. I've been through through lots of natural doctors. And, um, I mean, I've always been with natural doctors since I was a, a kid. A- anyways, they, they gave me this horrible thing. It's it's just horrible. So they, well, they gave me so that. So anyway, now, now, you know, everything is going well. You've got a, uh, obviously you've got a, a good doc and you're on, on yes. antibiotics and uh, apparently probably the right ones. So, so it's just critical that you keep, uh, you know, you put probiotics in your gut to replace the uh, other good yeah. area. So yeah, I know I know the protocols for that. I, which I hardly ever take. Which yeah, ones are you which, taking? Which pro, which probiotics do I like? Well, which ones I, are you taking? You've got to take them every day. I mean, really. Yeah, no, I, I have a powder from my doctor that a has powder. a bunch of things in it. Yeah. Okay, are you taking it every day? Like yeah. In, in between... Are you taking the the uh, antibiotics twice a day, like in the morning and in the evening? 
Yeah, I, I take it twice, and then I, I'm taking the probiotics, and I, I've always eaten yogurt every day. I eat a lot of yogurt. Oh, good, good. Well, you you know, and, and then you need to take that away from the tetracycline. You need to take that, you know, at least two right. hours uh, apart from the tetracycline because the calcium and the, the probiotics, you don't want to take the antibiotics and the probiotics, obviously. Right, they cancel each other, right. Exactly. So You're so smart, EMF Linda. You're very smart. <laughs> well, I don't know. I survived. I'm lucky. You know, I just happened to to to, to get to uh, Lyme literate doctors and, 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 and just happened to, through, I don't know, I'm lucky, too. Yeah. And But you are, too, Linda, because you got I, a good doctor. And then you you know now you know what part of the uh, part of the the uh, problem is so to speak you know you will yeah. be able to deal with the rest of this stuff a lot better once you are uh, are 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 relieved of a, the multi systemic infection you will uh, be in a lot stronger position to be able to deal with the rest of it. I, I hope so, Linda, because I'm I'm in some they're doing just the most horrific. Uh, things to me, and um, I'm I'm just at a point where their their goal is to make me never want to be alive again. I'm then I'm so tortured, and so that's their goal. You'll never ever want to be alive again after being with us. And um, so they, I, I'm in a a psych a psych torture thing that's just off the wall. They'll they make me you know kill my parents in virtual reality and make me feel like I killed them, and then they run it a million times. Well, so I, I experienced killing my my own parents a million times. I mean, I'm in some sicko thing that's like off the charts sicko. I'm not denying that, but listen, Linda, I can tell you from firsthand experience that this Lyme disease, when you get an infection in your brain, it, it can make you a little goofy. Okay. And okay. not only that, but delusional, uh, paranoid, right. Right. Uh, 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 all kinds of interesting things. Actually, uh, 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 homicidal. Yeah, that homicidal. There's been more than one person that is, you know, uh, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, when you get an infection in your brain, all bets are off. Anything can happen. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I understand that. I, I understand enough about the, the body and things like that. I've, I've, I've been prescribing, I mean, I, I got to a point with supplements and herbs and things like that I could prescribe for myself. Almost every one of my boyfriends was uh, was a uh, acupuncturist and herbalist. So I, I, my whole life I've been around it even when I was a kid. So I, I know. And I'm, I'm I'm lucky that way I had natural uh, path doctors even as a kid. And um, so I was at a point where I could, pers- you know, I'm kind of, actually it would be like Neil. I could just run down what you needed. But they've kind of taken that knowledge out of my brain. But I used to be like that. So I, I know you're really smart. And I know Neil's really smart. I'm not smart that way anymore. They, they you are, Linda. Listen. With the antibiotics, the way that they work, you know, they they kill off uh-huh. the uh, the nasty bacteria, and when they die, it's called lysis. But anyway, that the die off of the 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 bad bacteria right. uh, will make you feel unwell. It's called, as right. Neil said before, a Herxheimer reaction. So you right. need you need to understand, uh, you know, like if you're feeling worse after taking the antibiotics, it can be a good a good thing because it means that the antibiotics are working. And in right, right. time, you will feel better. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of that. I'm aware of how the die-off write works. Write it out. You know, you just need to write it out. Oh, okay. and by the way, 
and here's another interesting thing. Doxycycline now comes in a uh, 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 injectable form, and you know from okay. my uh, Lyme group, you know, which had over 1,300 attendees over a period of four years, over four years, uh-huh. I have heard stories of people who who got the uh, uh, injectable doxycycline and they felt great. Okay. You know? just, just made, okay. You know, there are several stories, of course, of course, I've heard. Uh, right. You know, I I wish that's all I had. I wish I wasn't targeted. I wish I just had that. What you know? I wish I just had the line, not the not the targeting on top of it. But one thing at a time. Like your doc says, you know, you'll be in a better position to deal with the the, the rest of it once right. you get uh, get get rid of the uh, multi systemic uh, infection. Okay. 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 Well, okay. Thank well, you so much, EMF Linda. Thank you so much. Uh, when when is your next appointment with your doc? Uh, this coming week, actually. Okay. Well, I look forward to to uh, uh, hearing a report about how that goes. And also, here's something else: you need to, you are entitled to, and you need to, Linda, get get a copy of your your uh, blood your lab work. Okay. And then and then learn how to read it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I know how to read it for my my other conditions, but I'll I'll learn how to read it for the lines. That's a good idea. I've always kept my I've always gone through that on my own. All right. So next time I I speak with you in a, in a week or or so, whenever on the call here, uh, hopefully you'll have a copy of of uh, your your lab work and you'll be able to share that with us. Okay. Okay. I can do that. I can do that either on the call or in private. I can do that with you. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, thank you, Eva, for your, Linda, for your help. Right, you're you're right. In, in our prayers. Uh, uh, thank you. Take care, and, and like you. I said, kind of got to ride this out because it can get a lot better. Okay, okay. I'm just um, I'm as I'm whatever's going on with these perps and my sister and I. What I'm really aware of is whoever is behind this TI thing. It's not just psychopaths. I mean, we're talking. Serious, seriously evil, evil, evil people, and seriously dark occult, evil, evil, evil people, and um, they also they can uh, erase our memories. And I don't have my memory anymore. Actually, they took my memory. I don't have access to it. I'm either hooked to a computer all the time, or they deleted my memory, one or the other. I don't have my memory anymore. Linda, Linda, let me tell you. In the beginning, there were five of us in a support group. We we met one another. We were all looking at one another. And, and some of us were so sick, me being one of them, that I could not I could not carry on a conversation with another uh, really nice uh, uh, person because everything we said was non-sequiturs. It didn't follow. It didn't make any sense. We could not carry okay. on a conversation. All five of us never knew. Uh, this was about mm, 25, 27 years ago. Uh, uh, well. We never knew whether we would ever recover or not. But we did. We did. Okay. Uh, and um, okay. uh, also, also uh, so sick, uh, so sick that there's the disassociative thing, you know, that couldn't feel or didn't care about, you know, like anything. Anything could happen. Right. You couldn't react. But also the inability to read a newspaper or anything. A newspaper right. would always be new because you couldn't remember it. You could read the same right. page okay. over and over. It would always be new. 
But see, well, I didn't realize that. Okay. I'm, but now these days, you know, I'm just cruising through books. You know, I got piles. I got a growing library. Everything came back. Everything okay. came back, and I am pain free as long as I stay away from uh, microwave radiation. Right. Well, the mi- the microwave just destroys us. I mean, that that heavy targeting the minute just destroys us. It gives them total, gives them access to parts of us they should never have access to. Yeah. All right, I'll let you go. Uh, blessings, Linda. Look forward to talking with you in a, a week or two. Okay, thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. I, I, my sister and I, like I said, whatever is going on, we barely know if we're going to wake up the next morning. Whatever it is they're doing, I feel just the the the. the I can't even describe. I don't. I don't feel like I'm in my body. I, I feel like like I've been melted out of my body. I was in my car at nighttime, and the temperature sensor on my car read 125 degrees. That's the weapon they had on me, because it was not 125 degrees. It was like 80 degrees at nighttime, but it was 125 degrees in my car. Well, Linda, are you, you know, keeping cool? toasty right here, you know, in the western states right now. Are you keeping cool? Yeah, yeah. I got my disability reinstated, thank God. So now I can stay in the hotel and and everything. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.